You done did two with me, man. It's, it's, it's about to be a, a dynamic duo, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to end up being. I kind of see that, you know, in the future. That's oh, yeah. what the crystal ball is telling me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but today, everyone, we are going to go over a subject that is near and dear to me. It still influences me to this day. I got on the shirt. Smooth got on his shirt. Damn, we rapping. We both rapping Kakashi too. Hey, we rapping so Naruto. <laughs> we rapping the Leaf Village. We rapping anime in general. Today we're gonna go over one of my favorite anime. What I say, top five? I think I would have to say top five, even yeah, if it wasn't for story, just by like the influence that it's had. You know what I'm saying? On I me. Mean. Mm-hmm. But uh. <laughs> And that anime is Naruto. So yeah, Naruto yeah. is an anime. So how would you, first of all, for the people that don't even know what anime is, how how would you explain anime to people? If someone was asking you, hey, what 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 is anime? What's anime all about? What would you tell them? Oh, struggles, life, um, decision-making, there's, there's so much more to it. There's so much more to it. It's, it's hard to describe. It's something you can't describe until you've watched it, until you, until somebody has watched it. Um, and then you can kind of like mingle those ideas together and say, yeah, that's that's what anime is. Because to, to everybody, anime is completely different. Um, to me, for yeah. sure, anime is, anime is one of those action adventures. Um, one of those tearjerker kind of sh- kind of things. Um, it's gonna definitely pull to your heartstrings for sure, man. It's, it's gonna put you in their shoes. Um, so it's a it's a self reflect kind of genre. Also, that's how I feel. That's how I feel on it. A- anything else? Was that it? That that's it. I'm just I asked, and I'm glad that you said that because. <laughs> I always love uh, hearing why other people like the same things that I'm into, you know, because we all have our different reasons for liking them. And it's always yeah. interesting. It's always interesting to hear others take on it, you know what I'm saying? And, and what they see, because, you know, we all see different things. It's funny how we can look at the same thing, but, <clears throat> excuse me, but see different things within that same body of work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I always oh, find yeah. it, it's, I always find it interesting just to hear people, and that's why I love to have these discussions because they start to mirror our lives. Everything that you just said about anime is like a human emotion or a human experience, something that we go through. So it's something that's very relatable. For yeah, me, that's what that's what really does it for me. I think that's why I was always drawn to it because it was very relatable, and you know. Um, I guess, you know, for all the weebs out there, would I think mm. mostly what we watch might be considered like shonen anime. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Naruto and Bleach yeah, and one, shit two. like that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. there's tons of anime that I've never even gotten close Tuck. to like looking at or touching or anything. <laughs> like it's it's such a wide spectrum of anime and, and people don't realize that either because um, most people that I talk to, <laughs> 
Most people that I bring anime up about, <clears throat> these motherfuckers always think it's some hentai shit. Yeah. And for all, and for all you guys that don't know what hentai is, it's pretty much anime porn. That's pretty much what yeah. it is. So every time I bring up anime, they don't think about what you just said about all the emotions mm-hmm. and the struggles and everything that you mentioned. <laughs> it automatically goes to fucking hentai. And then I have to explain to them Every, I have to explain to them everything that you just said. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so there's like, there's this, uh, there's, there's this misconception on what anime is, but that's also mm. because people, people look at, look at the surface of things and they, they see it as animation and they think it's for children just because it's animated, which is just like, it makes no sense. Like, yeah. just because it, just because it's animated doesn't mean that it can't have uh, it can't have substance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people can't look past that, and they miss out on a lot of great storytelling because they look past that. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But um, that's one of the big misconceptions anime has been. So I'm glad you said that as well. Um, like what what anime is to you? Um, mm-hmm. So we can so we can get people off of this misconception of us watching Definitely. hentai all day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Um, um, so we got into the anime, but I just want to ask you, man, how you doing, man? How's things I'm going? Good, man. Blessed. I've been uh, been studying with class and everything. I got class tomorrow, so I've been studying. Um, so inform the people what kind of class you're in. I'm in a, I'm in acting school, so I've got acting classes. Um once Are you a week. That pretty demanding? Usually. No. No? Okay. No. No, because I feel I feel like demanding is one of them things of if you don't have a if you ain't got a passion for it, you just you go with it, but you don't want to do it at all. Um so you just going with the flow, like Yeah. Nah, this is a this is a passion for sure, and it's something I enjoy doing. Um, well, that's great to hear because I, I know you have a lot of other things like going on here, <clears throat> excuse me, going on in your life, and for this to be you know something extra and also be something like um almost a risk in a sense as well. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. uh, pretty much rolling the dice on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's good that that's not demanding like that being an extra and that being a change in your life it's good to yeah. hear that that's not demanding and that really shows that you do have that passion and love for yeah. it which is which is great because i love seeing you in a position to where you're fucking going for what you want to go for and uh it's just good to see you know what i'm saying oh yeah oh yeah staying up there i got i got class tomorrow and i got class saturday um so i got to Tomorrow's class is like uh, it's like my test run for my monologue stuff, my commercial, and everything I've got. Um, I've been oh, man, working I, I on. I want to hear that monologue, bro. I got you. I got you. I get. Yeah, we, we, got, we got to run through. Yeah. <laughs> I can run through with you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so and then um, and then Saturday is my official like run for it basically we're not getting graded on them at all but it's it's one of the things that professors are trying to um they just want to see where you are in that stage with it um uh-huh. as well as my 
as well as like the resume stuff I got, I'm working on too. Um, so I'm going through that day by day, just trying to mm -hmm. add a little bit here and there. Um, and then kind of reflecting back on, have I done, have I done plays? Have I done like little voiceovers that I've not known that I've done at all? Um, and kind of adding those to the resume and everything. Um, the one thing that stuck out to me that they told us about was don't put something on your resume that you aren't willing to actually do an audition at all. So like you're, you casting for, you know, a couple roles or anything and somebody's like, Oh, you know, I can sing. I've got a singing on my back, on my, on my skills, my skills and everything on my resume. Um, and you're like, okay, well, <clears throat> sing me a song right, right, right now on the spot. And they're like, Oh, you know, I can't do that. I've got to prep and all that stuff. And you're like, no, yeah. like they say, they say, if you're not willing to actually do it right then and there, don't even put it on paperwork at all. So I was like, well, I know what you're talking about because like, you know, I'm, I'm highly into hip hop and, you know, I yeah. watch a lot of like, I watch a lot of hip hop documentaries and, you know, I love like yeah. rapping and freestyling and shit like that. So that was one thing motherfuckers would always say. That's like, motherfucker, if you can't bust a freestyle on the spot, yeah. you, should, even you ain't ready. Like, you ain't, exactly. you ain't fucking ready. You know what I'm saying? Or you ain't, <laughs> you ain't ready or you ain't about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. That's um, funny, man. It's been good. It's been good. I've been working on one because um, you know how we talked last time of Denzel Washington being my favorite, my favorite actor. Um, mm -hmm. I've been, I've been working on the Remember the Titans scene on uh, where they're at Gettysburg. So I've been trying to like run back, which is why I was saying like I've got to run through it again and stuff because I've got to I've got to go back watch the video a couple more times so I can kind of get that like. Oh, that's the one you're doing? Yeah. Oh shit, I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Now it yeah. gives me so gives gotta, me a better gives me a better idea now. Mm-hmm. So I've got I'm going I'm gotcha. trying to get that like that, draw that 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 feeling and everything. Um so I'm working on that still with it. Uh that's why I said it's like tomorrow when I get home is gonna be my, my time to record it right before class and stuff so I can kind of be like, all right. I'm good right here. Or, I'm, or I need this work. Like I'll know ahead of time. Okay, I need this work. Let me let me confirm it when they when they hear me do it. You know when they hear me perform mm -hmm. it. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's going well, man. I, I'm hella excited about this stuff. So this is my okay. shit. This is where I'm gonna be at. This is where I see myself with. So fuck around and do some voiceover anime. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. No doubt. You know what? Um, one of my favorite fighters, uh, Israel Adesanya. Yeah. He he actually did um, a voiceover for Baki. Have you ever seen Baki? I have. That's the uh, that's the. I want to say boxing, but it's got some like m m mixed martial arts mixed Everything, in there. Everything, bro. Everything, yeah, it's bro. Some... It's the, you you, you got to watch the original. The original is called oh. Baki the the Grappler. Um, okay. Rocky the Grappler, they have this big fucking tournament, all different styles, and it's like, it's it's raw. These like, this is like street fight shit, motherfuckers losing eyes and all types of shit, bro. <laughs> like, so yeah. So you have, you have Baki the Grappler, which okay. is the original. I think that might have came out in the 90s. I'm not, don't quote me on that. Um, and then from there, Shit, probably over a decade, man. They kind of it came to like a rebirth, and then they had it on Netflix, and it just came out as Baki. 
And um, there's also another one called Baki Hanma. So both of those are pretty good. But it just follows the story after Baki gets older and shit like that. You know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah. yeah. So that's that, that's one I highly recommend is uh, okay. Baki the Grappler. For sure. Definitely. For sure. Definitely. All right. So back to the subject at hand, man. Naruto. Naruto. How did you discover Naruto? Naruto? Um, Run that back for me. I'm a young jet at this point. Uh, and it was off and on. I think it was coming on. I think it was coming on Toonami either late night. Like I think I started probably like sometime in the week. Late night. Um, Big shout out to Toonami, man. Yeah, because they, they put a lot, lot, they put a lot home, of people bro. <laughs> Tsunami put, I, I want to say this right now. Tsunami, if you're looking, if you're listening, I appreciate you guys for putting America on to anime. They put <laughs> the whole America on the anime. I wasn't into anime so hard until Tsunami, and then I was fucking hooked. And look at us now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. They, continue, sir. Having everybody was getting excited, you know, because Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball was on there. Dragon Ball Z uh, uh-huh. was on Toonami, and then um, even after that was when Naruto was coming on. So it's probably about man. It's probably middle school when I first when I first started watching Naruto, um, and at that point it was just like running through because it was cool to watch it. And, you know, at that time, nobody knew what anime was at all. You, you considered weird if you watched Naruto. If you wasn't watching Dragon Ball Z, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, whatever, like you was, you was not, you was not it. You was not cool. Um, uh-huh. But <laughs> I remember those days. The, the way yeah, things change. Yes, and then um, once they got older, or. Running through Naruto and everything, um, just watching it was just a watch. And everything. I didn't really get like, I didn't really stop to watch it for the stories, no nothing at all. I was just like, oh, I seen a bunch of fighting. I was like, oh, this is dope right here. Like my man just got punched <laughs> out. <laughs> my man just got that's punched out. He got right back up. <laughs> so hey, that, that's all like, it okay. takes for us, bro. Right. So Some like, dope right. ass fight scenes, and we in there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, man, I'm I'm with this now. Um so wa- watching it through that and everything, um, and then it stopped once it was like one, I think once I got through high school, um I stopped watching it after high school. Um and then it slowly started creeping back up as like a top thing to watch now is anime again. Um so I was like, man, fuck it. Like I'm going back into this bitch. I'm gonna start this show back over. Um uh, and finally understand like wh- who Naruto is, not what is Naruto, who Naruto yeah. is. And, you know, <clears throat> um, so it's definitely, definitely at a younger age. Oh, oh, having, having a go. little technical difficulty over here. Technical difficulties. I, I think I'm there on the go. wrong. I think I need to change my mic, man. Uh oh. All right, let's stop this real quick. Take one second. Uh-huh. It ain't gonna take, it's going to take a click, and then I'll be right back on. you good. All right, a little intermission, y'all. Go take a piss or go do something. Something. <laughs> <laughs>
Back. Oh. oh, Pete's still in here. Oh, thank you guys. Is it loading in? But it's not loading up. All right. There we so, go. We back yeah, now. Back on it. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I can hear you. Okay. There this we go. A lot better. <laughs> well, that's tsunami. Was tsunami? Like I said, like we said, shout out to tsunami. That's how. That's how I discovered Naruto. Um. Mm-hmm. For sure, at a, at a young age, man. How about you? Is it? Uh, granted, like you, you know, people know, like you're you're older than I am, so you definitely seen thing. You seen some of the shows before I did, before my come up on it. Um, um I don't know with that one. It it took me a minute to get into that because uh-huh. I would see it. I would see like the 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 uh like the previews because I used to watch a lot of Cartoon Network and Toonami and shit. So I would see it on the previews, yeah. and it always looked kind of interesting. But it was the fucking voice, man. <laughs> oh yeah, N- Naruto's <laughs> voice. I was like, who the fuck is this annoying kid? I'm like, <laughs> I couldn't look past the fucking English voice. For those of you who don't know, in the anime community. Motherfuckers be beefing, which is uh, ridiculous, but <laughs> some people love English and some people love anime and Japanese. And when we say Japanese, <clears throat> we mean Japanese subtitles. So Japanese audio with English subtitles, um, yep. which I prefer myself, you mm-hmm. know what I'm which, I, which I grew to love. But the voice actor for Naruto was so fucking annoying. <laughs> I did not want to watch the show, but it, but it looked cool. It looked fucking cool. I was like, shit, he's a ninja and this and blah, blah, blah. But I just couldn't look past that voice. Yeah. So I think later on I kept seeing more and more and more of it. And I'm like, you know what? Let me check this out. No, I think it might've been a homie. I think him and his brothers were into it. Him and his brothers were into it like super heavy. And he mm-hmm. kind of convinced me, convinced me to watch it. So I started watching it in English with the English voices. Um, and then from there I got hooked on the story, man. I, I started looking past the voice and just started getting absorbed in the story. And then the, the ninja arts and the jutsus and mm-hmm. this and that, and it, just the whole world, <laughs> the whole world was intriguing to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So from there, I remember, I remember I got so deep into Naruto that, I actually ran out of English episodes to watch like in mm. English. Yeah. That was, that was my introduction. Cause you remember back then everybody was watching everything online. So I was watching yeah. everything, you know, we was watching everything free on this and that site. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was on there and you know, like that made me learn that the English dub is behind the Japanese audio. So the Japanese, yeah. when that shit's already done, there's no telling when the English dub is going to get done. Like when it's going to get over here, get recorded, and then get distributed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was online, ran out of English episodes, and there was nothing but Japanese left, man. And <laughs> I was very reluctant, man. I did not want to be fucking, I did not want to be sitting there reading, bro. Like for real. 
So I was very reluctant to get into it, man. But it was the fucking story, man. The story was mm-hmm. so fucking good that I was just like, because, you know, <laughs> when you're waiting for the episodes every week, it's like, damn, I got to wait. But mm-hmm. then it was like, OK, I can wait to hear the voices that I'm used to and not have to read. Or I could be fucking ahead of the time and just read yeah. some English subtitles in the Japanese. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that was my intro- that was my introduction into reading Japanese subtitles and really the Japanese language. You know, mm-hmm. really, you know. Um, so I started uh, actually preferring it in Japanese. You know, which yeah. I still do now. Um, I feel like I feel like when it's the original actor that is portraying a character, I think they're going to give it more emotional depth than to somebody that is dubbing it over. You know, they're already dubbing over somebody's created character. You know what I'm saying? So in essence, it's not really their own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, So that, so I feel that, and this is just my opinion, but I feel that the Japanese voice actors have a lot more emotional depth to their voices and, how they uh how they project different emotions and shit, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's why I prefer it. There's only a handful that I do prefer in English. Um yeah. Full Metal Alchemist is one of them, the one I was telling you about. Um I preferred that one in English, but there's a handful that I prefer in English, but other than that, I'm pretty much uh watching it in Japanese, you yeah, know what I'm saying? No. Just just reading yeah. reading the subtitles. You know what Man, I'm saying? That's you say you say like the the voices wise too and and when you're watching it when you're watching it in sub this <clears throat> the feel you get the you get more feeling from it because at, at some point like you're like man forget the forget the subtitles like i'm just watching it now because now i can just i feel like i can i can understand the words by seeing how how everything's going you, you see the emotions and then you can hear the emotions at the same time. Yeah. Like, All right. You know, cause that shit hits you in the heart, it, man. Like, yeah, just some of the yeah. ways, like, you know, they could just be like, <laughs> it could be a scene of someone crying, crying and explaining something. Mm-hmm. You just fucking, you want to cry yourself. Like, yeah. they, make you, <laughs> they really make yes. you feel they, they, it, it really grasps you. And then it mm-hmm. like sets you, it sets you in this world. And it really makes you believe, like, oh, this shit's happening, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> it's one of them. Uh, that's and that's that's the fucking beauty of freaking anime, like that. Like, it don't matter what show it is. Like, it a it a it does that to you. It's it's up there, up there. It's hard. It's just hard to describe, man. It, I, I'm trying to tell. I try to tell. I had a friend that I was just talking to a while ago, and they were like, uh, "Like, you having a podcast on anime?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you watch some TV. Maybe you'd learn. You'd, you'd learn something." <laughs> I don't. I don't like watching TV. I said, "Well, there's your first problem right there. Find freaking some. Find some anime to watch, man. You'd be all right, you know." No so, doubt. And there's anime for everyone. I'm telling you, like everybody. I've seen basketball anime. I've mm-hmm. even watched anime about a guy that uh, he's a culinary arts student. Like there's tons Yo, of different types of anime. It is. Food, food yeah. wars. Food wars. Yeah. Food wars. Is, <laughs> food wars is highly sexual. I'm just gonna. I need to. I'm a warn. I'm a warn the people out there. If you watch food wars, you might see yeah. a banana that looked like a dick. Something. 
Um, just be warned. Just know you heard it here <laughs> that you were warned. <laughs> but yeah, they but they, do. They, they, they've got it. But they don't everything. do it. Food Wars doesn't do it in a raunchy way, though. They don't do mm. like the, the sexualization of it. It's not like raunchy. It's very, it's very artistic. It's, it's one that you yeah. can appreciate because they do it with they do it with food to almost make food like. When you eat food, it's almost like just it tastes so good. Everything is so well balanced that it's like mm-hmm. orgasmic. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. That's the cool that's the cool thing about Food Wars. So Boy. hey, check out Food Wars if you guys get a chance. Definitely. Just don't watch it with the kids though. Don't watch it with the kids around. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> sure. All right. So back to yeah. Naruto, man. What uh who was the first character that stuck out? So so we go back to you discovering Naruto. Now you're starting to watch a few episodes. Who was that first character that you started to like resonate with and be like, "Hmm, I like this guy. This guy's cool." Or, "Damn, I kind I see myself in this character." Who was that person? Um, I didn't. I didn't see myself in this character yet, <clears throat> but Neji Huga was my dog. Um, because at the time, like you know, he. He was, he was damn, he was popular amongst his peers, you know, strong, one of the strong fighters. Um, and it was literally like the bloodline for him, like excellence was, was there. Um, Hold and on, then to give I was, the people a little bit of history on Neji, <clears throat> Neji, the character he's talking about, his name is Neji Huga. He's part of the Huga clan, which is like a highly renowned clan within mm-hmm. the, the Hidden Leaf village, the same village that Naruto lives, the, this symbol here. <clears throat> the, Huga, the Huga clan has a blood, what they call like bloodline traits in English, um, mm-hmm. which everyone in the clan is born with. It's basically... Um, What's it like? Like an optical? Oh yeah, it's an optical. Uh, I was about to say. I don't know jitsu, what word. It's not jitsu you at all. But, <laughs> yeah, but pretty much they can act. They can activate their eyes to see almost three hundred and sixty degrees, and mm-hmm. they, and they also when they activate this ability within their eyes, they can also see the. The chakra, chakra flow, you know, like your, yeah. your flow of energy and every like chakra point in your body, like mm-hmm. you know, like your pressure point, they could also see this. Uh, this technique is called the Byakugan. The Byakugan yeah. also allows them to see like great distances as well, uh, three hundred and almost three hundred and sixty degrees. They do have a small blind spot, like right mm-hmm. behind the spine. Small blind spot in the Byakugan. That's pretty much the only. Yeah, you know the weakness of the Byakugan. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But Neji is part of that clan, the Huga clan, which uses the Byakugan. Which in Japanese they call it a Keke Genkai, but in English they call it a bloodline trait. So it's something that only you can get if you're within that bloodline. Yeah, yeah. Right. You, so you said it best right there. <laughs> <But> Neji, <laughs> Neji was my dog to from. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't boast. He didn't boast too too much on him being like the top of the the top of the class at all. You know, like he was just like he was pretty I quiet I'm, at the beginning. Yeah, he was, he was like, quiet. I know. He's like, Low I key. know, I'm that good. You know, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna 
let it out and say, yeah, I'm the best amongst us at all, you know. Um, he's a team first kind of guy when uh, after after he kind of got his ass whooped, he was a team kind of guy. Um, he was a leader. He, he was a leader from yeah, the start. He was a leader from the from the get go. But him him and um, him and Naruto when they when they got into it, and he he got his ass kind of handed to him. He was like, all right, yeah. you know, classic know moment in shooting exams. Yes, um, <laughs> but I, I always thought I always thought the Byakugan was the <clears> dopest <throat> shit. You know. Freaking Me too, eyes man. white, and then just the veins pop out. And you're like, "Yo, uh-huh. that shit is because <laughs> you ain't seen nobody else with something like that at all." You're just like, "Yo, this man is on it, uh, bro." You don't know how many times I've just been walking down the street imagining myself fucking yeah, activating just, that shit. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, <Yeah>. shit! <laughs> the shot, the the gone too. Yes. You just yeah. open up an aisle real quick, like Kakashi. Yeah, yeah. Pull that bad boy out. But, so what uh, else about Neji stuck out to you from the beginning? Um, his fighting style. Um, yeah, he's a so, inform the people what his fighting style is. So I can't remember. I can't quite remember that name of it. But he like the gentle fist. He's, the yes, that's it. He's he's a hand to hand combat kind of guy. Um. And that gentle fist is not so damn gentle, boy. Let me tell you what. <laughs> my, my I pimp. love, I love that. It, I love that it's called a gentle fist. I, I fucking yeah. love that, bro. <laughs> my man be putting the hands, the paws on people, and I mean putting them on people. And, and you, his, you mind if I explain the gentle fist? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, gentle fist, taijutsu. Now, taijutsu is hand-to-hand combat. Okay, so within this world of Naruto, you have ninjutsu, you have Mm -hmm. genjutsu, and then you have taijutsu. So these are like the three essentials for a ninja in the Naruto universe. Okay, so ninjutsu, ninjutsu techniques come from your actual life force, your actual Mm -hmm. life energy, which they call your chakra. You know, say your chakra is this life energy that's always flowing through, you know what I'm saying? So you learn how to control and mold this chakra, and it enables you to perform these ninjutsu techniques um, like, you know, uh, lightning. And you see, this is a ninjutsu technique on my shirt. This character here, his name is Kakashi. Kakashi has a lightning style, so he's manipulating lightning using his chakra to create what he calls the lightning blade, which pretty much mm-hmm. makes his fucking hand a lightning spear that he puts through motherfuckers' <laughs> chests and kills them. <laughs> so you got ninjutsu um, techniques that look like this. Then you have genjutsu techniques, which are illusionary techniques. So mm-hmm. you have a lot of ninja. They're very talented in casting illusions to people you know and killing people they might kill that person within the illusion they might put the person in the illusion so they disable them and then kill them you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so that's genjutsu illusions so some ninja are very talented in ninjutsu some ninja are very talented in genjutsu depending on your preference yeah and then you got taijutsu taijutsu is hand-to-hand combat 
Taijutsu is fucking down, dirty, fists, mm-hmm. elbows, knees, head, whatever the fuck you're gonna use. Yep. You got it. You got the. You got the kunai on your shirt. Yep. Kunai, knives, whatever. That's using Taijutsu. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. So, those are your three essentials for a ninja. That's what ninjas pretty much have to train across the board. Even if you have a preference in something. Usually every Still ninja knows a little bit of, yeah, they know a little bit mm-hmm. of, you know, taijutsu, ninjutsu, ninjutsu or genjutsu, unless mm-hmm. you're Rock Lee or, uh, or Guy yeah. Sensei. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I <laughs> mean, that, the, the trigrams was my favorite. Cause I was always trying to hit, I was always trying to hit my sister with them things like, uh-huh. and then keep moving around. Um, so what he's speaking I, of is with the gentle fist, what he's speaking of, Neji has a technique called the eight trigrams. Now yeah. within the Hugo clan, they have all these secret, these secret techniques. Okay. The mm-hmm. eight trigrams is a secret technique of the Hugo. It's a technique that really, uh, it really augments the gentle fist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you remember when Neji was younger, he could only do the 64 palm. But yeah. As he got older, he was able to do like 120 palms and yeah. shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the gentle fist is actually used. They actually use the chakra. See, the gentle fist, now that we're talking about it, it seems like a mixture of ninjutsu and taijutsu because yeah. they call it the gentle fist because the gentle fist is not made to make external damage it's meant to cause mm-hmm. internal damage it's meant to cause damage to your your chakra points right. so it, it can shut off the flow of chakra if you don't have a flow mm-hmm. of chakra you can't uh you can't mold your chakra to do ninjutsu techniques and shit like that yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah so what the gentle fist does it's they use it to shut down the chakra network and they actually use their fucking fingers to hit the points mm-hmm to actually hit the points in the body so they, and they can penetrate it so deeply that they can penetrate your chakra point to, and they can you just shut off that whole flow yeah. of chakra. You go limp, you, know what I'm you saying? go limp for real. Like you're just like, Oh, exactly. So another aspect of the gentle fist is the Hugo also use their palms to strike. So when you see mm-hmm. them in their stances, you know, your typical stance, you might see someone, with their fist balled up. Mm-hmm. But when you see the Huga, their stance, they have their palms open. So that way they can utilize their palm strikes. When they hit you with these palm strikes, they actually put their chakra into your body and attack your internal organs. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called the gentle fist. It's not made for destruction on the outside. It's made to destroy you from the inside. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's actually called the gentle fist. It fucking destroys you, but it doesn't, <laughs> I guess it doesn't, it doesn't batter just, you. <laughs> yeah. It does it real nice and slow too. It gets yeah. you quick. But, uh, so pretty much, that, pretty much, pretty much the Huga have derived, the Huga have created a form of Taijutsu mm-hmm. to where it doesn't matter how strong you are, how strong your muscles are, uh, how much you lift, yeah. how good you are. You can't, protect your vital organs like there's nothing mm-hmm. you can do if they put a fucking palm and fucking explode your heart or 
explodes your liver or whatever their whatever vital point they're going for, like you're fucked from the inside. Yeah, no. There's no there's <laughs> yeah. there's no re- there's no repairing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can repair a broken bone and shit like that, but that's what the gentle fist is all about. That's that's it, and it, it sped him. It it increased his speed also. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you think just a just a normal like hand to hand combat or normal hand to hand fight? You're like, okay, I got his kind of speed down, and then as soon as he goes, once he starts that, like you don't see him, and you're sitting here kind of lost because you see him one moment here, he's there, <laughs> there, 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 that everywhere. You're like, oh fuck me, dude. Like, uh-huh. and that's that's when they strike, and you they all he hits. They, he hits and you can you can feel them slowly and then once he's done it's just like everything gets like smacks you all at one time and your body loses just like i said earlier like your body just goes limp and you're just like oh shit and you look you looking up crazy so literally shuts your body down yeah that that's that's my dog right there though neji neji yeah. is my my boy <laughs> right, um, so, so so continue with neji what what else what what else drew him to you from the beginning? Uh, he's strategic. He is strategic in any in anything. You gotta have a you gotta have a leader um, that is strategic, strategically sound, um, but but will take input, but still be like, okay, we can we can work this, but we need to go about it in this such way in this such manner. Um, so I, I I seen that and I was like, you know, that's something at the time, like I wouldn't, I'm not a strategic person at all. Like I'm, I used to be one of those. that's just like head in first and let's get it, you know? Um, but watching, watching him, I was just like, okay, like he, he's not only thinking about himself at this time, he's got a whole team. He's got to, he's got to consider, you know, so he's got to work everybody's skills to, to accomplishing that one mission, um, and using, using that. Um, so definitely his, his, his strategic skills is something that stood out to me. Um, Mm -hmm. he's a family oriented guy as well. Like Hanada is his cousin. This is, is his younger cousin, um, who in this bloodline, he is technically, he is her protector because she, she is technically, she is a princess. So he's her protector, um, mm. and and throughout the whole throughout the his life, his goal that's his thing is, no matter where they are, no matter what happens, he goes he goes to find her. If anything happens to her, vice versa for her, like she goes to find him. Um, he's very family oriented. So that's another thing that stood out to me because I'm a I'm that kind of person. I'm a family oriented guy. Like I'm all about the family. Whatever we need whatever we got to do, I'm there with it. You know, let's get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, that might be it. Cause that, when, when I first seen Neji, that's it. When I first seen him throwing hands, I was like, Oh, I'm with him. Cause they, there are times where he's an underdog <clears throat> and he, he doesn't see himself as an underdog, but on the outside, you're like, buddy, you kind of outmatched right here. Um, mm-hmm. and he comes through and you're just like, you can't do nothing but cheer for him. Cause you're just like, I knew, I knew you had it in you. You knew you had it in you. You just kind of over, overcompensated for yourself. Basically. Um, you took, you took an ass whooping, 
but you also delivered out a really good one, you know. Um, but he got a reality check in the tuning exams. He did. Because even though he was, even though he was like, you know, pretty low key, he was pretty arrogant. Like, yeah, that's, that's you remember. You remember that fight he had with Hinata? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He almost took her Boy. out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Naruto come around and. <clears throat> One good time up through that up through the ground, <laughs> man. I said, like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, but, but he he got he got um his character his character progression was early. Yes, like very early in the story. Yeah, you know, and now, everything it, you can see that change afterwards. You can see that big change mm-hmm. in him and just how he approached things, how he approached people, and everything after after he had that loss. Definitely, definitely, this uh. What about you? Like, I, let me, let me, I gotta, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to guess first. Cause I know you got a, you got a couple styles in Naruto for sure. <laughs> uh, but hold like on, the hold one, on. what are those styles? I want to hear them. Cause I like, I feel like, okay. So definitely hand to hand, definitely hand to hand, knowing, knowing <laughs> who you are, your background style, like definitely a hand to hand kind of person. Um, you you can definitely get down with some some genjutsu's for real, uh, but I like I would definitely say early on. Granted, everybody's like, man, he ain't got nothing going on for him because he's just gonna be like an, a a place body in the show. But like, Ro- I would say Rock Lee would definitely be one of your characters that you <laughs> you have come in fascination with, uh, just from his style and everything mm-hmm. even before the tuning exam was just his style of um training and, and guys just their style of training um their heart and dedication to what they have going on um but then again man that you can't go wrong with the freaking gates that my man opens up in the tuning exams and then dropping his mm-hmm. <laughs> dropping his leg weights and everybody's like oh that ain't nothing and my man just dropped tons <laughs> on the ground like he dropped tons on the ground like they was nothing so uh-huh. um is that would that would rockley be if we had to do like a top three would rockley be in your top three? Oh, hell definitely he might yeah. be my number one he might be my number okay. one because um like you said the hand-to-hand combat Mm-hmm. That that was like a huge part of it. He was actually, well, I think it was Zabuza who really stuck out to me first. But once they got introduced, once I got mm. introduced to Lee, okay. once I got introduced to Lee, he um he really stuck out to me. You know what I'm saying? Because he was he was goofy for one. Yeah. But that was just something about him where you knew. I knew the first time when you remember when he rolled up on Sasuke before the tuning exam started. Yeah. He rolled up on Sasuke and was like, "Yo, I heard you. I heard the Uchiha was the. Sh-. He was like, I heard the Uchiha was the shit. Let's scrap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's get to so, it real quick. So he beat the shit out of Sasuke, and he was about to do the. Uh, he was about to do the Lotus on him mm-hmm. and kill him until Guy Sensei <laughs> came in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So from the start, I was like, I was like, this motherfucker's. He's strong because, you know, he has. He, he kind of has this demeanor. Like he's not really threatening, which you know he's not. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to fighting, yo, he's he goes to a whole. He turns into a different person on on a whole yeah. other level. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? So from there, I started to watch him. 
I started to watch like little things he would do. Cause I remember before the tuning exams, uh, who was about to fight? There were two ninja that were about to fight and Rock Lee ran in the middle of them and caught both of their feet before they kicked at each other. And oh. he was like, kind of, he was kind of like, Hey, let's save this for the exam. But he just like ran in the middle of them about to kick each other and fucking ran in the middle, held their feet. Like, yo, y'all chill out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> Little things like that. I will follow. I'm like, this motherfucker, yeah. there's something about him, man. So then my gaze started to go towards him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, and then within the tuning exams, he just started showing himself, you know what I'm saying? Showing what he was made of. He had this, like, another thing that resonates with me is I'll never forget. There's a part where he's in a tree and I think he's, is he falling out of the tree? I think he might be falling out of the tree or some leaves are falling out of the tree. But he looks at this as like a chance to like catch all the leaves before they hit the ground, like jump down and catch all the leaves before they hit the mm. ground. So he was always someone that was always had these little challenges for himself. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't for anybody else. He was always <laughs> making these challenges up for himself. So he also had this sense of like always wanting to better himself, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In some way, which stemmed from, you know, how you were saying earlier, nobody really cared about him. He didn't really have a lot of talent in the beginning so you know there's this thing that they say in the show they always mention like geniuses different types of geniuses you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and rock lee is pretty much dubbed as like a genius of hard work you know yeah so i could like highly resonate with that as well you know he's someone that didn't have a lot of natural talent but through sheer determination and will and then he had the right guide behind him he started to fucking surpass everybody that was laughing at him and telling him that he didn't have talent and shit like that. So mm-hmm. that was another thing. His underdog story, like he was underdog for real. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like his underdog story that definitely resonated as well. And it was just good to see him. He's able to compete in a world where motherfuckers can shoot fireballs and lightning and, you know, make earthquakes and stuff like that. And he's out there on par with these, mm-hmm. with these other ninja or shinobi. And he's holding his own within that world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that to me, I'm like, that's the ultimate bad motherfucker to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he got his hands and his feet. You know, he got, the, he got the gates to back him up if he need them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, those are reasons I definitely got into that character. And then he had that fight with Gara, which everybody knows about the fight with Gara, man. That was just mm-hmm. like after that, everybody everybody was sold on Lee after that. Yeah. Yeah. Like even the people that were watching the show that didn't really care for him, everybody was sold on Lee after that Gara fight, man. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So and seeing that fight and then seeing his perseverance, I mean he was the first one to touch Gara. Like, I don't think people realize how big that really was. Huge. He was the first that person is, that is, to touch this dude. He was the first person to make this dude bleed. Like, mm-hmm. he was the first person. He was the first person to bring Gara down to reality. Yeah. Like within that yeah. fight, when they had that fight, Gara had some very terrified moments. And this whole time, Gara's this fucking, he's this, he's this sinister figure. 
He's out killing mm-hmm. people and this and that. So you got this sinister figure terrified by this guy that's supposed to be just a fucking goofball pretty much. Yeah. Not knowing that not knowing that he's a genius of hard work. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he just revealed himself within that even after, you know, in the end, after, you know, after he got his arm and his leg crushed. Yeah. He was unconscious and was still up and ready to fight. <laughs> fucking in his stance, ready to fight. Mm-hmm. He couldn't he wasn't even conscious. He wasn't even he wasn't even hit to the world. But yeah. he, he he's he's developed such a strong will that even when he wasn't conscious, his body got up and was ready to keep fighting, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like shit like that is why I'm like, that's the one I rock with. Oh yeah. I rock with, I rock I rock with Lee. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Man, my uh, I think back of Lee every when I think back to Lee, it's always <clears throat> it's always his his drunken fight that he had that that cracks me up, and I can't remember who he fought against. Well, no, it was something with Kabuto that he had going on, and uh, he was he was having he was taking medicine at that time, but it was it was literally just making him drunk all the time, and. Uh, his fighting this is stance. Another like, reason I fuck with him, the drunken yeah. chest. <laughs> my man, my hey, man I grew up on mad like Jackie Chan, bro. I grew up on a lot of Jackie Chan, a lot of fucking drunken master. So when I saw Heck him doing yeah. the drunken fist, I was like, man, that's my so, homie. That, that just yeah. cements it for me. <laughs> yeah. What? Um. What? So, right, Lee. Lee is your top. Your top character there. Uh. Uh-uh. We just lost him. Oh, that's no bueno. We'll be back. Here we go. We're coming back in now. Okay. Slowly. There we go. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah. Good. Good. You got me? All right. Yeah, I got you. All right. So Lee, Lee being your top character, like people would think, all right, guys got to be the sensei that you, you look to that you, that you, you like, you, you know, you resonate with, um, is that so, or is there, is there another sensei in the, in the Shinobi world that you, you, you know, you look up to, you admire. If I was to say I was a mixture between two, it would be mm-hmm. Kai and Kakashi. Okay. I have yeah. I have traits of both of them for sure. Yeah. What what of yeah. Kakashi? What of Kakashi do you 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 admire? <sighs> Kakashi um from a young age you know Kakashi he was always he was he was very gifted like mm-hmm. naturally. So he he always got things done easy, you know what I'm saying? which I resonate with when I was a kid. Cause like when it came to athletics or anything physical or anything like that, I was just always good at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And with, and with that type of natural talent comes a lot of expectations. Um, a lot of opportunists as well. A lot of people see yeah. your abilities and they want to use your abilities for their own gain as well, which, you know, I dealt with that as well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, after his dad dies, Kakashi goes 
he kind of goes into this this darkness, this dark place, you know, which I like highly resonate with because I've been there before. You know what I'm saying? He goes, he joins the Anbu, which yeah. uh, for the audience, the Anbu Black Ops, they're, uh, there's a section of the Anbu Black Ops that protect the Hokage. There's also a section of the Anbu that goes and does assassinations and espionage and things like that. They're more the darker side of the shinobi world, you know. Um, they're not your average shinobi. Even in order to be in the Anbu, you have to have an element of darkness within you. You know what I'm saying? So, Kakashi gains this darkness after his father commits suicide. Um, from there, he's really... He's really struggling to get out of it, man. Yeah. He's closed got, off. Got very he's very closed off. Um Yeah. He doesn't want he doesn't want to be, you know, a role model or anything like that, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um he's he's very distanced cuz you know him and guy him and guy sensei, they were they've been homies since they were young. Definitely. He starts to distance his, he starts to distance himself from all the guys he went to the academy with and that he grew up with and shit like that. Um he's going out on these missions and pretty much just lightning blading the shit out of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like he Kakashi becomes known for using this technique. He be, he becomes known for using this technique to assassinate other ninjas. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> So from there, you have Guy as this figure. Guy's pretty much like the light for Kakashi. That's what I look at it as. Yep. I look at them as like fucking yin and yang. You know what I'm saying? So Guy becomes this light for Kakashi, and he starts to help Kakashi slowly break out of this darkness. You know what I'm saying? And then from there... But also what really helps break him out of that darkness is um, gaining students to teach. Mm -hmm. Now, in the beginning, he was very harsh on his students and he had to, you know, he had to learn different ways. You know, he had to learn different ways to, you know, motivate and get things done because there was a point where, like, he wouldn't pass anybody, you know, for their exams. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So he was he was pretty. He was pretty cut and dry back then. You know what I'm saying? He had, he, you know, he was fresh out of the Anbu, which mm -hmm. all they did was fucking kill people. <laughs> exactly. Much. Had to he be was fresh out of that. Yeah. Then he was, you know, thrust into being the sensei for these young upcoming ninja. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But these children, over time, these children start to soften, you know, soften him up and make him think differently. And I can even remember in one episode, the Hokage, um, the third Hokage, uh, for you guys that don't know, the Hokage is the leader of the, he's pretty much the head ninja of the village, you know, uh, is the Hokage. I can remember the Hokage telling him, well, saying like he's noticing cause he had his eye on Kakashi and I think he might've took Kakashi out of the Anbu cause he saw him going, um, to a dark place. I don't remember exactly. But um, he was like, I see the darkness like coming out of him, like he yeah. like slowly, 
slowly he's bleeding all this darkness out of him, you know what I'm saying, and coming into the light. And, you know, he eventually does come into the light and becomes a prominent person within the series, you know what I'm saying, yeah. somebody that somebody that showed early that he was willing to protect Naruto and Sakura and Sasuke. He was willing to protect them with his life. He was willing to, mm-hmm. you know, test them and give them good training to make sure they survived, you know, so... Um, he really has this story. Uh, well, not to in, not to include him losing his own teammate when he was younger, you know, yeah. and losing his eye. That's another and thing. But eye. he lost his he lost yeah. his eye too, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but out of all that turmoil, you know, losing friends because he lost his team. He lost his whole team. He lost his whole team, and, and told, his teacher. And he, oh fuck, he killed one of his teammates. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> With not, because he wa- not because he wanted to. Yeah. No. Not because he wanted to. He didn't uh-uh. kill her because he wanted to. She re- she requested it. And I don't know how he went through with it, but she actually yeah. requested it. And he, you know, so he had to live with killing his friend. He had to live with being there right beside another teammate when that teammate fucking got crushed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And died. Well, supposedly died. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, he went through all of this, all this fucking darkness, all this fucking darkness. And then he just fucking, in the end, he comes out, you know, he comes out better having gone through that darkness and Mm -hmm. eventually becomes the the leader himself, you know what I'm saying, of the village. But um, I feel like I really uh, really resonate with him in that because I I feel like I feel like I've done that in my I've done that in my life. And I feel like I'm still doing that in my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm years ago when I was deep, 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 deep in there. Like now I'm like, I've risen and now I'm making mm-hmm. sure I keep that, I keep that darkness off of me. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Definitely. So, um, yeah, I really resonated with Kakashi through that. You know what I'm saying? Plus he's just a, a badass ninja. He can do all yeah. different nature releases. Mm-hmm. He, I think that is the dopest shark- shit ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He has unlimited number of uh, techniques at his disposal. Yes. You know, um, as a sensei, you know, he was, he took more of like a, a I don't want to say a liking, but he, he started to spend more time with Sasuke, you know, in the mm-hmm. end. but, you know, I think he was a, overall, he was a good sensei to the yeah. team. And, I feel like um, a part. I feel like a part of okay. him that I feel like a part of him that started not appreciating, but more like you say, like liking towards the team is when, uh, is when they got into that. Is when they fought Zabuza and and Haku, mm-hmm. and when Sasuke gets gets done in basically, and then Naruto comes in to kind of like save him. He's taking all these freaking needles to the to the body in front of, in front of Sasuke. Um, mm-hmm. you're not going to hear, you ain't going to hear too much of like Sakura talk at all. Cause she, she, she's a, she's a, she's a good hand to hand comp like combatist. I would give her that, but she doesn't really like coming to her own until super late until they're probably in their teens, like later in their teens. Yeah. Um, 
So it's really like a two, it's a three man team, but it's a two man like squad basically. Real um, talk because she was pretty much like useless, bro. Uh, yeah. In the beginning, like she, they, 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 they made her kind of, kind of useless. Yeah. Like she was, she was only a, a decoy for a lot of things, mm-hmm. you know? Now she did um, hold him down in the forest of death. She held Sasuke yeah. and Naruto down. Yeah. And, well, that that also showed her capabilities as well. Like she couldn't really hold off anybody because you remember, even Lee came and tried to save her. You know what I'm saying? When she was mm-hmm. uh, fighting the Sound Ninja. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. She didn't come into her own until much too. later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but she, uh, but Kakashi is is. <clears throat> Like you said, he he's gone through so he went through so much, and then to come out, he come out on top to a position he didn't even want, he never wanted at all, and to get put in and got put in it. Um, so I definitely I definitely agree with you on, on Kakashi, um, Sensei man. I've thought about this shit all day about what Sensei I resonate with or yeah you, that I took yeah, you a let me to. Know. Cause man, I yeah. got. I had to mix was, two uh, of them. Yeah, hey, I, I I don't blame you there. I don't blame you at all. Um, I, said, I got a lot of guys since I got a lot of cash. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to have both the, those those two sides for me. Definitely, I. And everything comes to like, uh, like a family style, like um, Shikamaru's uh, team captain, um, Asuma. Yeah, him. Uh, Osmo's good. And my man, my man had freaking legit like lightning blades. Yeah, that was dope that he used. I thought that shit was wicked as fuck to have. Was, That's oh, why I shit. liked him too. He, he had yeah. hell, he had them hands, but and my my man was throwing <laughs> a cigarette while he fighting. You you I'm gotta be say, cold. with a cigarette <laughs> in his mouth. <laughs> you gotta be a cold motherfucker to throw a cigarette in while you fighting and still be and still have t- that he'll, he'll take a drag of his cigarette in the middle of a hook. Man. <laughs> <laughs> my man was on it um he was he and was. then awesome for sure because he he was a family man who fell in love with a who was in love with another another team leader um and when she she didn't pass away at all he ended up dying um in a in a in a raid that happened he ended up dying um but he he was he took a he took a a, a liking towards Shikamaru, who was a mad genius. My man just in every in every kind of way. Like he wasn't the strongest, he wasn't the fastest, but could could manipulate shadows mm-hmm. and was really damn good at it. Um, that was another. Uh... Was that a bloodline ability, or was that just a technique that they taught in in that in his clan? I can't remember. Well, his dad. I want to say it might have been a bloodline thing because his dad could do it too. Yeah, I think it might. Yeah, it might be. Might might have been. Yeah. Um, but his his dad also was. No, it was definitely bloodline because they were telepathic too. Like when they when they could when they were reached out. Yeah. They were telepathic. Um, so awesome for sure. Uh, and then Jiraiya, Jiraiya has 
dry dry is one of my 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 choices because of how he just goes about shit like bro <laughs> there are times when my thinking, man just don't care i wasn't even all. thinking about him as a sensei <laughs> like, he he was yeah he, i'm happy i'm so happy you said him <laughs> Dry is gonna be me at this gonna be me at fifty is dry. <laughs> Long hair, freaking <laughs> the master of toad sage or the toad sage mode. Uh um, tell the people a little bit about Jariah, man. Jariah the Gallant. If y'all don't know, that is an arc y'all definitely need to watch, but you need to watch this shit in order first because it's, <laughs> it's not gonna make sense if you don't. But Jiraiya is one of three signings, which are the top of the fucking line ninja in the world, basically. Um, who actually was was handed the keys to the city, basically, to, to the village, basically, of being the next Hokage, and he turned it down. Um, but his whole childhood, he was rambunctious he was a he was literally like the class clown like he was always in trouble um he didn't take always things trying serious to watch them bathe in the bathhouse always, trying, always my man was they will tell you he is the pervy sage <laughs> Edo singing <laughs> <laughs> my man and my man could throw my man could throw down with drinking um but that's not that's not a positive right there because that man is, <laughs> that is not a positive he was a writer. That's what I resonated with him because he, he, he was a writer. He, yes. he was a traveler. Mm-hmm. That's I, that's what I enjoyed watching Jiraiya was the adventures, him coming back and talking to Naruto and talking to Sanade about his 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 time away from the village and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he finally got oh, when the third Hokage, you know, kind of gave him gave him the ropes. Um, after a class that he had, um, or let me say a lesson that he got taught, which is this two bell lesson. Um, there's three, three members in a team, two bells, somebody not eating, somebody not, you know, not getting to leave training for the day or something. So, um, he, when he failed at, you know, getting that, he, uh, the third Hokage kind of was like, you know, you, you need to have a want, for being a ninja. Like you say, you want to be a ninja and everything. You got to have a want for it. Um, so he introduces him to, uh, the summoning jitsu and the, uh, the third Hokage is is like, uh, was like the, was this like ape basically. Um, so just just to kind of interject real quick, for the people out there, um, in the Naruto world, ninja also have we broke down ninjutsu, taijutsu, and genjutsu, but mm-hmm. ninjas can also do summonings. They can all they can summon creatures. They can summon weapons. Um, mm-hmm. if they have if they if they can if they summon a specific creature, they have to do a blood contract with that creature yep. in order to summon them. But yep. I just wanted to add that little bit in there. You good? You good? That's the that's the knowledge you got to drop too. <laughs> um, but when he finally he got he got introduced to the sage mode, and for him to perfect it, he had to literally meditate. He had to learn and understand, you know, what it is that he's about to start using and becoming. Um, 
So he took he took his training at that point very seriously um, to become one of those those, those signings, um, which is something I, I I admire a lot in a person. Um, the the will and dedication to one's craft is huge because can't you nobody can take that from them at all. Um, that's something that's going to go with them forever in a lifetime. So uh, Jariah is definitely top top senseis to watch have as a favorite anything um mm -hmm. there's there's so there's so much more to tell you about jariah but it's it's one of those things of you just gotta watch and go and, and as you go you're just like oh i like this about him i like that about him you know um because even when there he was characters training, we could do whole episodes on literally literally yeah. like even when he training naruto he uh you know, he still, they still clowned around and everything, but there were times where he would literally smack Naruto upside the head and be like, all right, it's time to focus. It's time to get down yeah. to business, you know? And he was still um, that nigga's money. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucked up, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jiraiya used to steal a little kid's money and go drinking with that shit. He would go drinking. He would go be chilling with chicks and shit. Uh oh, those are some of the uh, those are some of the not so great things of him yeah. as a sensei. <laughs> uh, uh, you gotta love too. him, though, man. You, you do. gotta love him. You do. But that is he is he is by far one of my favorite senseis to to look up to for sure. I, I'm man. there with you on that, and yeah. um, his uh, well, we'll go into this. Whose death had the biggest impact on you? Speaking oh, of Jiraiya. Oh, golly, man. Now, if you guys haven't never watched Naruto, um, you about to get spoiled like a motherfucker. Uh, literally. So. <laughs> I hope, hope y'all ain't going to mind it and still watch it. Is the yeah, thing. still watch it. I hope you guys don't care. But um, mentioning Jiraiya made me think. Uh, you can't think of Jiraiya and not think about his death. Mm -mm. As a Naruto fan, as a Jiraiya fan. You just can't not think about it. And no. his was the first one in the entire series where I was like, fuck. Like, I actually felt it. Yeah. Just because I loved his character so much. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So who who would, uh, what was the first death or what death in the series kind of hit you in the heart, you know? Uh, prior to prior to Jiraiya's was Itachi's and okay. I'm even though I'm wearing a, a, a Kakashi shirt like I am a huge Itachi fan that is that is besides Neji Itachi is is my is my him and Neji can go one and two um now you gotta tell people a little bit about who but, Itachi is so Itachi is you heard us talk about Sasuke who is an antagonist slash protagonist when he feel like being one, basically. Um, but Itachi is the older brother of Sasuke. They are the last two of their Uchiha clan, um, which are at the at the beginning. They the Uchiha were, are the police force. They are the the fist basically of the clan of the vi hidden leaf village. Um, 
And when I say last two, Itachi was and is the youngest uh, Ambu member at the time. Um, I think he's. Uh, I think he was. I think he was also still the um, the youngest academy graduate. Yeah, yeah. And uh, who was tasked with eradicating is a better word for this eradicating his own family clan mm-hmm. um purpose i don't i really don't want to spoil it at all because it just man it's just it's we are it's gonna be so <laughs> it's gonna be so good but he 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 perp he is per, he is tasked with this to end a coup that is getting ready to start based on a whole another war getting ready to happen. Um, so he, in, in the night, you see my man's eyes, his Sharingan emerge. Um, and he, he is pretty swift about going through his, his village and cutting down, um, his Uchiha family members. Um, except for two, except for two family members, his dad, he fought, or he didn't fight, but his dad and his mother, um, he stabbed in the back, basically. Um, his younger brother watched that Sasuke ended up watching that. The only other person that was not, that did not have a death by, by Itachi's hand was, um, Shishu, what is it? Shishui? Yeah, she she's sweet. She she yeah, she's sweet. Um, who was an elite an elite Uchiha shinobi. Um and uh, people will say he he was if he got to live around if he got to live longer, like he him and Itachi would have been running things up on people for sure. Mm-hmm. Um but, yeah, it was messed up what happened to him, bro. Yeah. So I was I'm watching like, that recently, man. like uh, a couple of days ago. I was watching yeah. all this stuff on Itachi and Shisui. Yeah, and it it was me- uh, it's messed up, boy. <laughs> it, it, they uh, he it sucks because I that is we'll get to it later, and it's it's a person is a person that I just cannot stand in the show. Period. Like, <laughs> there's there's. I have nothing positive to say about that man whatsoever. Um, but Itachi in the, the, the art, the death that caught me was Itachi and his brother, him and Sasuke grew up and they got to a hand. The, this is probably their third hand or their second hand to hand fight. And their, their last one, um, In the, in the midst of this fight, you know, they're, they're going blow for blow and everything like that. Um, but Itachi's kind of like fading a little bit faster than he should be. Um, so he has, he has Sasuke backed up against the wall, everything like that. Sasuke is actually fearful of his brother. Cause he, you know, he can't do anything at this point that he's, you know, my life's about to be taken, um, and everything. But Itachi puts his hands up and he's like, he says something along the lines of like, give me your light. And he literally reaches for his eyeball. He reaches for Sasuke's eyeball like this. 
like he's getting ready to take it out so he can he can actually add to um awakening the rest of his sharing gun that he has um but in, but at that point he literally like thumps his forehead against the wall and puts his fingers up on on Sasuke's forehead which was a little like passing of the skill and every of the the odds and everything to Sasuke um so and and that it was Sasuke also something that he did he did to Sasuke when he was as younger. a child too uh, flicking his yeah, forehead as a child he was lot. always like do that shit on his forehead so mm-hmm. that was like the last thing that's kind of how he showed Sasuke like yeah another time like, bro I, I, w- I wasn't doing this to like kill you yeah you know what I'm saying uh, yeah like, he he did that Itachi literally pushed Sasuke that far so he could seal Orochimaru out of him Mm-hmm. That's why he pushed him that far. So yeah. after he did that, after he did that, that's why he, uh, that's why he died smiling. Yeah. He, uh, like, once I get this evil up out of you, I'm, I'm fine with dying. Once good. I get this evil mm-hmm. up out of my little brother, I'm fine with being out of here. That's yeah. a, that was his one thing too, was always protecting Sasuke too. Um, even though he was at that, at that point in life, he was a, an Akatsuki member. Um, so, Usually doing damage is the Kotsky's thing at this point. Like he was a protector, you know. Um, he was he was like you saying trying to trying to get rid of something from his brother that he only wants his brother to live in peace, basically. Um, but that that death caught me off guard so bad because I was not expecting it. Um, and then later on, this you get told that he had an illness that he was dying from, and not not a physical not something physically that happened to him at all. Um, so I was like, man, like that, that sucks even worse to know, like you were dying internally and nobody else knew that for a while, except for a select few people that did not speak to anybody else at all. Um, and he was starting to go on, he was going blind cause over, he was going blind eye. cause he was overusing his eye. Um, which was another, you know, he was, he was an optical, he was an illusionist basically too. Like he, he was a master at illusions um yeah he was a master at deadly. itachi itachi <laughs> was again like that uh he, we talked about this on the last episode the yeah. sukuyomi that he put kakashi in i was trying to remember it happens in like a split second but mm-hmm. i think you're tra- i think you might be trapped in that world for like 72 hours like just getting stabbed over and over and over <laughs> but but all that happens in like a split second. Like that's second, what the yeah. Jutsu is. And Boy. that shit put Kakashi into a coma. Yeah. And that shit happened in one instant. And that shit put him in a coma. <laughs> My man. So that's the type, that's but, the kind uh, of gen, Genjutsu master that Itachi was. Definitely. But that's, Itachi's death is the first one that caught me. And I was just like, it, it, it got me good. Cause I, I wasn't the same after a while when I, when that happened, I was like, man, Later on in the show, I'm like, I taught you wouldn't let that shit happen. That was a big one. I'm like, man. That whole fight, man. The fight leading up to that was just sick. Oh, yeah. His whole, uh, even even Sasuke fighting B before that, too, was was pretty damn good. That shit was wild. That fight was wild. Wait, remember he, he was using... Itachi was using Genjutsu when Sasuke first came up on him. Because you remember he was sitting in that chair. Yeah. Yeah, Sasuke was, came up was, and, and stabbed him. Yeah, <laughs> so he 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 was using Genjutsu a few times on Sasuke too mm-hmm. at the beginning at the beginning of that fight too. 
Yeah. Yeah, but um, he was a master of that. Shit, dog. What, what, like, because I, I reminded you of Jariah's, so that's, that's a definite, <clears throat> we can definitely talk on Jariah's, we can talk on Jariah's death. We can talk on Jariah's death. Uh, but is there, <laughs> is there another, is there another death that has caught you, <sighs> that threw you off, or it was just like, man, I can't, I, I don't want that. I can't believe this happened to him. Um, if it's Jariah's, then that's fine. But I'm, I'm trying to think because I'm trying to think like significant ones, man. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking about. Um, uh, because Jariah was significant. Yeah. Um, Asuma was a big one, but it wasn't like it wasn't that huge. It was only huge. Yeah, that was huge for Shikamaru. Um, Itachi was a big one for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially like all he went through and shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it would have to be Jiraiya, man. I feel it. Yeah, it would have to be him. Just because, like, That's... I resonate with the character so much, and then mm-hmm. like. Also felt like he didn't have to. I felt like he could have fucking retreated and went and got some, got some backup or something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, I felt like he took a. It's like a a necessary unnecessary risk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he, you know, he he was he snuck into the hidden rain. So for the audience out there. This Naruto universe is derived of these different villages, these different ninja villages. So you have the you have the hidden leaf village here. You have the hidden sand village there in the desert. You have the uh hidden mist village there out in the fucking water. Um you have the uh the hidden cloud uh where bees from. Those are cloud ninja. Stone. Um, yeah, and then from there and the stone ninja. Um then I lost my train of thought. <laughs> you good? You, he was he snuck into the he snuck into the the okay okay hidden, gotcha, gotcha, mist. Gotcha. oh yeah. yeah so there's a bunch of um yeah that's what I was getting at there's a bunch of smaller little villages around too mm-hmm. and it, the hidden range just happened to be one like there's the hidden grass village and yeah. then Orochimaru created the hidden sound and all that mm-hmm. but Jiraiya sneak, sneaks into the hidden rain and the hidden rain village sounds exactly like it is. It's always raining there. Yep. But not only, but it's always raining there for a purpose. Because mm-hmm. in the Hidden Rain Village, when you step in the Hidden Rain Village, as soon as a raindrop hits you, the leader of the village can detect that you're there. Mm-hmm. So Jiraiya had to sneak into that place. <laughs> the, the place is pretty much unsneakable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Um, so he sneaks into the hidden rain looking for pain, which is the leader of the Akatsuki, which is a uh, a criminal organization, uh, in short, um, mm-hmm. of of ninja. Um, I felt like he, I felt like he could have got some more info and left, and didn't have to confront pain uh, directly by himself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, cause you remember when he got there, he trapped a couple other ninja inside that toad stomach and got information yep. out of them. 
And after then, I was like, shit, just go back to the village with that info. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He went because, oh, they were also his students, which is huge. Mm -hmm. So he had the, you know, he had the emotion behind it of, you know, I got to, if if the Akatsuki is led by my former students, like, you know, he, yeah. I guess he felt like he had to redeem that in a sense. You know what I'm saying? So he goes to confront Payne, ends up running into Conan. Conan is a, another member of the Akatsuki. Um, her technique she uses is paper. She makes origami and paper bombs and all types of shit out of paper. Runs into her, ends up running into Payne. And then from there, the battle ensues. And Jiraiya has to do some summonings just to survive. Mm-hmm. Um Jiraiya goes into Sage mode. I'm going to do a separate video on Sage mode, too. Yeah. Jiraiya has to go into Sage mode just to survive. And at the end of the day, he ends up not only... My my biggest problem with it was not only did he die, he got fucked up before yeah. he died. Yeah. And then the way he died was fucked up. He got his arm torn off. Mm-hmm. He got ganged up on, first of all. Yeah. We're going to go back to that. He got ganged up on. Oh, yeah. This, wasn't, were, no yeah. Fair, this wasn't no fair one-on-ones at all. Like, we wouldn't run one. They weren't running ones at all. They was like, yo. This is a 6v1. <clears throat> yeah. This is a 6v1. And he killed three of them. Yeah. He he went out but fighting they, for sure. But they, they got resurrected back. But he mm-hmm. killed three of them. So he was, he held down three. He held down six motherfuckers. Killed three of them before he died. Mm-hmm. So they rip off his arm. From there, before they kill him, they fucking crush his throat. Yeah. He gets his fucking throat crushed. With his throat crushed, he uses one of the frogs that he summoned to write a last message that he can send back to the village. From there, he's laying here, throat crushed, laying on a fucking rock in the water pretty much. They deliver the killing blow, fucking blast the missile at him. No, no, they put the rods in his back first. Yeah, they put the rods they in They all him came first. down and fucking stuck the <laughs> rods in his back. Mm-hmm. So imagine, imagine this nigga, he pretty much looked like Sonic the Hedgehog out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they, they stuck the rods in him, and then they fucking, one of them shot a missile at him pretty much, and mm-hmm. he just exploded it, and, and then Jiraiya slowly sinks. As he's thinking about his life, you know, what he did, what he never got to do, maybe mm-hmm. some regrets. He's thinking about all this as he slowly sinks down to this darkness, this wet darkness. Yeah. You know, with his throat crushed, oh, with his arm gone, with his thoughts of, damn, I'm about to die. This is it. You know what I'm saying? He's thinking about Naruto, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, what he instilled in him. And then he has to go out like that and without his body even being found. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he's, not, he's he, not even, he wasn't even recovered. You know what I'm saying? So for him to be such Boy. a prominent figure, a prominent figure, especially for the, uh, for our protagonist, which is Naruto. Yeah. He was also, I'll add that he was also Naruto's father's sensei as well. Mm-hmm. And end up being Naruto's sensei. But to have such a huge impact on the show and has such a huge impact on the main character of the show. And then I didn't feel like he, 
he had an honorable honorable death in the sense of he went out like a warrior for sure. Mm-hmm. But I just uh, it was just so sad how he went out. It's just like he should have. Yeah. I just felt like he sh- he should have died better than that man. He just got ganged yeah. up on and he, there's really nothing he could do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I'm. That's why I was like, man, had they. I could see like y'all y'all had to gang up on my man. Like if y'all went all right, one on ones, all right, we're you know the, this one get his ass beat, all right, next one come on, you know, that give give everybody some time to kind of prep and stuff. But I was like, man, like y'all didn't have to do my y'all didn't have to do my dog like that. And then I'm a I don't want to jump ahead to shit at all. Cause they 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 kinda <laughs> like they kinda replicated what you that feel, same, man. They kinda replicated that same <laughs> shit. Well, let me not say they Pain re- reenacted the same stabbings to Naruto as he did to as he did yeah. to Jiraiya. Yeah, he did. Like pin my man that's down. Naruto, that's when Naruto flipped out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my man. Oh, my man flipped out as soon as he seen his chick get smacked. Yo, he lost. He ain't say no words at all. He's, Time to time to change, man. I never I never get in that part. Like right <laughs> yeah. before he, right before he transformed, you heard like the heartbeat, like doop doop. Yeah, and yeah. You saw the red eyes and yeah, man, that was a hell of a part right there. <laughs> but yeah, and that was an insult right there. It's like, damn, you gonna do me just like you gonna do me yeah, the way you like killed this. my sensei too? Like that's yeah. dirty. It is bad, dirty. man. That that shit. Uh, that should piss me off. But I they say they say in the message that he wrote out was who exactly Payne was. Like telling the village, oh, this is who he is. So now you guys have some kind of evidence or knowledge of who he actually is as a at when he was a human since kind of. because um, when he got the um I was about to say the Rasengan, the Renegons. He was completely, he was completely like soulless, just about like, no, didn't care for much at all, except for who was, except for, uh, Conan and Nag and Nagato. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, for you guys that don't know, the Renegon is another ocular jutsu. Now jutsu is a term that ninjas use for their technique. So, okay. Um, so you have the Byakugan, which we stated earlier. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Sharingan, which we stated with Itachi and Sasuke. They have the Sharingan. And then you have the Renegon, which is another ocular jutsu that he's speaking on. Man. But I did think, I did, I did find it pretty damn cool, though, of... Every everybody that had it was all linked by those yeah. eyes, so it didn't matter where anybody was. They could still, I could be here, and you had it, and we were linked. I could see everything out in front of you. I thought that was the dopest shit. I was like, yeah, that's that's pretty fucking nice right there. Like, yeah, man, that's, that's how, how they got they, Kakashi. Uh, yeah, that's how they got. <laughs> yeah, that's how they got Kakashi. Kakashi Boy. got got. Man. He just got lucky to get resurrected, but Kakashi got murked. (laughs) Yeah, pain was causing a whole lot of fucking 
pain <laughs> for real. That's a, I was getting ready to say that's my that was my next my my favorite art. One of my favorite arts right there is when you 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 just read my mind. I was just about to go into that <laughs> favorite arc. I got it written yes. down in my notes. I was like, I'm touching on this next. Yes, favorite arc. And you know what? Once we started talking about Akatsuki, I figured we would run into favorite arcs because mm-hmm. that is my favorite. That's my favorite arc is the Akatsuki arc. Yeah. They, uh, the formation of that was pretty dope, but my, I say by far my favorite arc was when, um, is the, is the pain and Naruto fight when, when pain comes in and almighty pushes literally everything, the Konoha in general, just wipe that shit off the map. Basically. Um, well, I consider that the Akatsuki arc, that whole thing. Okay. Yeah. From from uh going to go get Gara in the beginning. Oh yeah. Yeah. When they started until, doing until, when they started doing ambushes and raids. Yeah, until they defeated Pain, like that's the whole mm-hmm. that's the Akatsuki arc for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that like when they're yeah, introduced. As soon as they're introduced, that's when their arc starts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that and whole I, arc was like my favorite. Everybody had everybody in the Akatsuki had a certain ring too that kind of mm-hmm. gave them that that point. They didn't all have to be. They were all in different parts of of the world, and when they when they had their rings on, they got like holograms of them in the, in this one meeting area together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that ring all... that ring showed that ring showed their affiliation with the Akatsuki. Yeah, yeah. And, I thought at one point I thought it was by I thought it was also by ranking of like okay you know who who's technically like one two and three in here and everything like that because um, everybody had a, like a different symbol is. in it yeah because I, I read it a, a couple symbol. a couple years back I was looking over that at at the meanings of the different mm-hmm. rings and um, I can't remember um, if it was a ranking thing or what well, listen people if y'all find out you let us know. How about that? Shit, I'm gonna look this shit up after we get <laughs> <Look> done. <laughs> but they, uh... dude, I used to, I used to watch, uh, I used to, um, I used to read because you know, like Wikipedia, but they have like a Narutopedia. Yeah, I used to just read that, like when it first came out, and I was like super into it, and it was fresh. Mm-hmm. I used to just read about the characters, read about the different Keke Genkai, uh, the different summoning animals and shit. Like I was like deep yeah. into that stuff, man. It has a lot of history, man. A lot of a lot of lore. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at, um, especially since like, you know, the manga always has more than the anime does. Yeah. Now, for you guys that don't know what a manga is, the a manga is, a manga is made before the anime is made. So mm-hmm. imagine a comic book, and it's actually uh, read right to left. Yeah. If you didn't know. If you, if you guys out there don't know, if you pick up a manga book and you try to read it like we do in America, you're going to be reading the last page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but a manga, if a manga is good enough, it eventually gets turned into an anime. So Naruto mm-hmm. started off as a manga before it became an anime. You know and sh- I will say shout out to Shonen Jump because a lot of motherfuckers didn't know about any kind of anime until Shonen Jump showed up in like Scholastic Fairs and little books, little bookstores and stuff like that. And, um, that's when Yu-Gi-Oh was jumping off. Um, they'd have Yu-Gi-Oh in there. 
There would be bits and pieces of One Piece. Bleach was in there. Naruto was in there. And it was like this thick ass. It looks like a magazine, but it was all, it was literally, it was literally just the, the storylines of each show. Each, each chapter was a new episode, basically, um, or in a continuation. Um, so shout out to Shonen for that, because that, when I was a kid, like, when you got a Shonen comic book, when you got, a, like, a Shonen comic book, you had, like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards in the back of them, and they were collectibles, so you'd get, one, you'd get like, a card or something like that, and you're like, oh, snap. At the time, it was all, it was all just to have the Yu-Gi-Oh cards, but... Like I was saying, I like, remember uh, you had a shit ton of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I used to have a fuck. Hey, you should have kept them motherfuckers. <laughs> All them motherfuckers well, is yeah. profitable worth, now. Everybody wants yeah. the cards. Worth millions now. Them, some That's of a people, lot of shit back then. I wish I would have kept. Yeah. Even Pokemon cards still are, are them tradable as hell. Yeah, those those Man. was like, yeah, those resurfaced and now everybody's into yeah. it. But they uh, but shout out to Shonen for that, cause man, like yeah, shout out to Shonen, shout out to Shonen Jump. Yes, cause that, bringing that, us these great mediums we call yes, anime. That, that <laughs> people would not know about Naruto whatsoever if it wasn't for Shonen either. Really? And, and then Toonami took over. Um, but that Akatsuki, like like you said, that Akatsuki art man was. Well, something I else. think that's when it started getting serious. That's that's it for did. me. It, that's when I feel like this, it really started getting serious. Yeah. Especially yeah. like un- until the Akatsuki, nobody was really dying where they weren't mm-hmm. really showing it. Especially yeah. not like prom- prominent people in the show. But once yeah. Akatsuki came, it just showed you the difference in like their level of threat, you know, their level of mm-hmm. ability. It's like, Okay, you can send Kakashi after him, be a badass, <laughs> but it ain't gonna be no cakewalk for even nah. like, even somebody of Kakashi's level or guy's level or anything. Like it's not gonna be a cakewalk mm-hmm. for anybody. Cause all the all the member of a members of the Akatsuki, they were S class criminals, which is like the highest, most dangerous class, you know, mm-hmm. from it goes from fucking D to S, you know what I'm saying? So all these guys within their own right, like, are Kage level. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Most yeah. people pretty much gauge it by the Kage. So mm-hmm. how many of them were it? Like nine of them? Imagine like nine there, Kage to, together. There was those, and then they, then they added, they were adding in people too. Because when Sasuke. People were dying. Sasuke, well, yeah, but I mean, like, even Sasuke. Cause he, uh, let me back up. Kisame had died. That was Itachi's like partner that he he walked with. Um, when Kisame died, Sasuke ended up coming in. Itachi was gone out too at this point. Um, but then he Sasuke brought in Karen, um, Jogo, and one other dude that became a sword. He became one of the swordsmen. So you get like, yes, no. Is it Suget? No. It was Sugetsu because he turned into water. Yeah, that's it. And they, uh, them, like, the motherfuckers was, was, that little squad by themselves was just bad to the bone already. Because mm-hmm. Karn was an Uzumaki who could, who could heal. And then, um, 
Jogo, I think he he had he had a curse mark also on him. So man, my man was just like hella strong and hella. Well, fast. his curse mark made him like he couldn't control himself. He just became yeah. like a killing machine once he transformed. Yeah. So he didn't he didn't really like to use it. Uh huh. But he he was he was Sasuke's protector at that. But when they when they went to go fight Killer B, that that was a fight that was hella dope. Cause my man went with seven swords, seven or eight. He had seven or eight swords, all in all in elbows, mouth, <laughs> cat, or behind the knees, under the arms, everything. My man had like a sword in every part of him, and uh, it will forever again, be one of the best sword fights in anime history. Yes, because he, like, him, and him and no Sasuke doubt. went went at it. Um, so that was that was a pretty good fight in within the arc. Um, and then that final, you know, that fight with Naruto, him and Pain and Naruto, and he getting pinned down and, uh, Hinata coming in to try to, try to save him, um, mm-hmm. was just, she was, was just totally outclassed and she still came in to try to she, save yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. But what, let me back up here. Cause the best Naruto had the best intro into that art too. Because everybody's getting their ass whooped. And Sakura's standing over. I can't remember who Sakura's standing over as she's trying to heal them. And she goes, she just yells out for Naruto. And my man pops up like that, holding the freaking B scroll and both toads on the side of him. And it was just mm, chilling yeah. on top of okay. the mountain. <laughs> um, looking like his pops and shit. Looking like his pops because he, he had the whole wardrobe change out and everything. Um, and then that that whole fight, you know, Naruto was Naruto was kind of getting like slapped around, and then got pinned down and everything, and Hinata coming in. But as soon as hand got laid to her face, is when he just went berserk, and I was like, "Yo, this this is about to be a great ass fight because either the full fox is coming out now." Or my man is gonna go on a rampage and just shred mm-hmm. pain to death right now, and uh, and the full fox did end up coming out. Yeah, yeah, he had the whole he had the skeleton and everything. He had the the uh, I was about to call it blood, but the ore literally that chakra flow literally you could see it ooze out of him literally. Um, but no, remember, remember, then, he then, turned, yeah. he turned into him when he got, when he yeah. caught him in that fucking, uh, Shinra Tensei. Oh, yeah, until the, yeah, yeah, that shit, boy. And it, I think the, my favorite was, my favorite part in that whole shit was when he picked the freaking stone, he picked that freaking mountain up and literally beat pain on the head with it and put oh, him like in a the nail. ground, like a, like, a t- like a whole nail. My man was just like, was looking stupid. I was like, ah, oh, this is gonna be good right here. <laughs> uh, but he gave my he he pushed he pushed pain to the freaking limit for real. And I, I was like, man, who you, you think who you think was the most slept on Akatsuki member? Most slept on Akatsuki. Uh Conan. She was all paper. Her whole body and everything was all paper. And like you, everybody's like, "Oh, she's just a female. She has no powers. She can't. She can't hand a hand fight at all. No nothing." But she was, she was, she was fucking motherfuckers up, just origami style. Mm-hmm. And she, she could, she'd be in your face, and then just 
feather out of way and then come back and it, all everything comes right back together. And it they fought in the rain and you think, you know, paper getting wet, it's gonna it's gonna disintegrate. It's gonna get heavy, it's gonna disintegrate and stuff. And she was just she was fine throughout that whole thing. Um so I think I think she was one of the slept on Akatsuki members for sure. Um I can't I don't really wanna include Sasuke because Sasuke's stint in the Akatsuki was felt like all of two ep- two or three episodes and that was only when yeah. he was fighting. It was, it was very so, short for sure. Yeah. Cause he, he had a change of heart after a while. Like that man changed hearts, <clears throat> changed, changed sides, changed teams. Like no, nobody's business. They just allowed him to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my plan is I'm still wondering it. how the hell he can come <laughs> back to the village after all that. Shit. <laughs> hey, shit. That's... Then come back and have kids and all types of shit. Like, yeah, man. he's got a free pass. <laughs> That's what happens you know when, you, when you go yeah. ahead. I was gonna say that's what that's what happens when you you your best friend is the Hokage, and you've never looked at him as a friend at all until he until he finally like made you realize like yo you were fighting for the wrong shit man, and this is <laughs> this is where it is, and you you have been you've been fighting against it this whole time, and you know it, you know. But who who are you about to say? I was going to say, and I could not stand him until I started understanding him better mm-hmm. and his, and his skill set. <clears throat> it was Datera. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can see that. Fucking Datera, man. He was a yeah. bad motherfucker, bro. Yeah. Like when I first saw him, I was like, oh, his, his power is stupid and. The things he makes look stupid, all the animals and stuff. Um, <laughs> for you, those of you who don't know, Datera, he actually had fucking mouths in his hands. <clears throat> now, with these mouths inside of his hands, he had pretty much like C4, plastic explosive, clay, mm-hmm. that he carried around with him. And he would use these hands to like eat the clay and mold the clay into different animals and shapes. And, you know, he could make it into a dragon or a scorpion or whatever the fuck, depending on how mm-hmm. the amount of clay he had. Of course, he had to infuse his chakra into it. Cause remember all these techniques are chakra based. So yep. he's, he's infusing his chakra within this, like actually making this possible. But data was known as a terrorist bomber. Mm-hmm. That's what he was. That's what he was known for in the ninja world. He would take contracts and, that's what he was. He was a fucking terrorist bomber. He used his explosive clay to blow shit up. That's what he was all yeah. about. He thought that blowing shit up was like a work of art. Like when he saw explosions, he thought it was him creating art in the world. That's how his mindset <laughs> was. Um, <laughs> but after analyzing them a little more and then his power and then the way he was using it, cause it was like, <laughs> At the beginning of the Akatsuki arc, Daedara and Sasori are partnered. Now, all the Akatsuki are partnered. They they go in groups. They they travel the world in groups. They travel the world in groups seek, seeking out what they call Jin Churiki, uh, which are in English is tail beast. So these Jin Churiki are 
the people that have these different beasts sealed inside of their bodies. So the Akatsuki is in the world in pairs searching for these tail beasts for their own, you know, I won't share it, but they're doing some mm-hmm. messed up shit. I mean, mm-hmm. they have, in a way, they're trying to create peace. Yeah. Which is, which is why I don't look as, look at them as like cut and dry villains. Mm-hmm. But they're kind of going around, going about it a fucked up way. They don't really care who they sacrifice to get, to reach their yeah. ultimate goal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so they travel all these places looking for these guys to, to get this goal, you know, completed by collecting these Jinchuriki or these hosts. These, these people are hosts for these beasts. These beasts have phenomenal power. And these different the different villages, they all have someone that has a beast sealed inside of them, pretty much like a weapon of mass destruction. Just so yeah. the balance of power, just so the balance of power within all the shinobi uh, villages is balanced. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So the Akatsuki's going out and seeking out all these guys to take the beast out of them, so they can, uh, you know do their world domination thing. <laughs> I was wanting to let people know a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, about, the yeah, group, you good. about the group you that good. we're talking yeah. about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but going back to data, uh, him and Sasori, when I saw him go and take Gata down, and this is like post time skip. Yeah. For all you guys out there, Naruto does a time skip. The beginning of the series is when they were younger, early days, and then it does a time skip to when they're older into what they call Naruto Shippuden. So you have Naruto, which is the beginning, and then you have Naruto Shippuden, which is the time skip. And that's mm-hmm. where you find that's where we that's where we find ourselves in the Akatsuki arc is in Shippuden, okay? You got. You also got in that in that time skip. There are there are movies that kind of fill in, yeah. like little fillers that fill in. Um, so I, I I say if you do watch, you watch them in order. Um, the movie there are the there are some of those movies out on Netflix too. I will say because I I did see that before we jumped on to. Um, yeah, they so have a lot of them. I've been yeah, running through them. <laughs> they they will, they will definitely fill you in. Um, before, before Shippuden, and then once after it too. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, but like you were saying, the the yeah, yeah. Back to Dadar when I saw him take down Gara. Now Gara, mm-hmm. he's what he's a Kage. Now we talked about yep. the whole Kage. Every every village has a Kage. So the Sand Village has a Kage, Leaf Village has a Kage, Mist Village has a Kage. So every village has a leader. Mm-hmm. So Gatera, he took out their leader, and it wasn't like some hand-to-hand, straight up, this and that. He took Gara out with his mind, bro. Like, yeah. The way he was using his explosive clay, because he would turn his explosive clay, he could turn it into fucking termites, like... And they could surround you and then just explode on you and stuff like that. For some reason, he liked to use animals yeah. as his way, as his thing. Um, but yeah, he he just outclassed Gara. 
Gara yeah. was Gara was way more powerful than him, like on paper. But he totally outclassed him and ended up, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, capturing him, you know. Yeah. Um, and then he had that fight with Sasuke, which Sasuke got pushed to the limit in that one. Mm-hmm. And he started to have these, you know, he had this, uh, he had this one technique where it like, he made his explosive clay in like microscopic. So you like breathe it in and it goes inside your body oh, yeah. and into your, blood, into your yeah. bloodstream and shit. I remember that. And then it explodes. Like, yeah, he was a fucking, he was a genius, bro. He was a fucking genius. You want another tactician right there. Yeah, because he was, yeah. uh, you know, since he wasn't a close-range fighter, he was more of a long-range guy. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, he was more, you know, tactful in his approach, you know? Yeah. Um. But, yeah, Datara, he was he was the most slept on, like, for me. He's he's a character mm-hmm. that I thought was kind of stupid because I was looking at his abilities and shit like that at first, but then I gained a lot of respect for after I really, like, sat down and analyzed not only his techniques and his abilities, but like his character and who he was and shit like that. Yeah. And I, I ended up really liking him as a character. Yeah. There's, there's another, there's another Kotsky member that was technically like the immortal one. Um, that I was like, I was like, there's gotta be somebody that's going to just like bust his bubble, you know, let him let like put him in his place and everything. Um, and it was somebody I just did not expect to do it at all. Like I did not expect Shikamaru to out 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 maneuver and outmind him like that at all. But then again, you know, when you're immortal, you ain't you don't give two shits at all about what anybody can and, and will do to you because you're gonna come right back. But got comfortable. He got comfortable, and it was more of a it was more of a revenge fight for guard or for Shikamaru too, because this dude happened to kill Asuma also. So he, he got his, he got his retribution back and then told the man, like, there is no God. I'm your God now. And he kills this man. (laughs) He kills this man and buries him underneath these rocks and stuff. And I was like, all right, you know, noted because my man is a, a team fighting grown men, like a grown man that has lived yeah. forever. And man, I was like, he's okay. fucking killed countless people, bro. Like, so yeah, he's, he's he's battle hardened. Yeah, and I was like, yo, my man just Shikamaru just took this man out like that. Like, yeah, I can't. But that's can't why sleep he didn't. Me. That's why he didn't approach him directly. That's why he used mm-hmm. those tactics to to take yep. him down. He wasn't going to be able to. He, go ahead. His, go. If his if his mask if his sensei died. With the direct approach, like he knew he couldn't do that same thing. Mm-hmm. Sense, so mm-hmm. he had to be he had to be smart about it because um, his name was Hidan. He had this this side. That's it. Yeah, he had this side that if he fucking if a drop of your blood get on that side, then he can do a ritual where pretty much link his body to yours and he can kill mm-hmm. you. So he does his ritual, like say if you. He got a drop of your blood on his scythe and he fucking licks it and does his fucking, uh, yeah. Uh Oh, that's all good. Y'all. 
He'll be right. He's going to be right back. I promise you. Uh, the hell. This has been good. I know it. This has been hella good. All right. We're back. We're back. We're back. Okay. There we go. But yeah, then he stabs himself in the heart to complete his ritual. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So he's cold. He's done that to countless people. Countless. Yeah. People. And Shikamaru man. figured out a way to take him out of there, man. Mm-hmm. What um so slept must slept on. We got the art. Um I'm trying to think. You have you have a favorite Hokage? You have a favorite Kage? Um Let me see, because I'm going to have to pull these up myself just to, just I, to be like, I, all right, let me know. I like Hashirama. Mm-hmm. Because he was, he was trying to stop all the bullshit fighting, you know what I'm saying? He was like the yeah. first person. He was the first leader, like when he, become, when he became the leader of the clan. Um, Hashirama is the first Hokage of the Leaf Village. He's the He's one of the co-founders of the Leaf Village with Madara mm-hmm. Uchiha. Um, but I like, I just kind, I just like his character, man. He he was open because you know they were yeah. at war with the Uchiha for so long that they had this like, you know, if you're born into the Senju clan, which Hashirama was a part of, it's like you are automatically pushed into hating Uchiha's, you know, what I'm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because and. You know, the Uchiha and the Senju clan, they were pretty much used for mercenary work. But since those yeah. are the two main clan since those are the two main clans used for mercenary work, they often clashed with one another, like on opposing sides. So it wasn't <laughs> like they had this like family beef, it's like they always ran into each other because the Senju would be working for one side, the Uchiha would be working for the other side, and they'd end up fucking clashing that way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, but uh, Hashirama, he was he was one of the first ones to be tired of the fighting, like to really yeah. put the idea of unity out there and like forgiving each other and and things of that nature. Um, that's why I respected uh, Hashirama, and also because he had the wood style. Like the wood style is my favorite. If I was to have any type of Keke Genkai, any bloodline ability, um, any type of jutsu to use, it would be wood for me. It would be, mm-hmm. yeah, it would be the wood style for me. That earth style. Or the mokuton in Japanese. Yeah. That, uh, yeah um, so, yeah, I fucks with Hashirama. I highly fucks with the, with the wood. I love that yeah. shit for some reason. I just I love those techniques. My, my man, and, and with the Senju clan, like, I don't think it was everybody that could do it, but Hashirama has that regenerative cell also mm-hmm. that everybody was after, uh, which makes him a, a constant piece throughout the whole throughout the whole show because everybody m- kind of mentions it. Um, you hear his name get tossed around a lot throughout the show and everything. Um, and people want that ability. They want his abilities yeah, very badly yeah. to the point to where they... They've like stolen this guy's cells. Mm-hmm. Like people have his cells. You know what I'm saying? Like his DNA. Yeah. 
people have people have taken just to get these regenerative abilities and the wood style. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, um, I, his brother, his brother was a hothead. His brother had a dope swag set though. I did like Toborama. I liked his swag set. He was, he was, you know, what's funny. You, you say that <laughs> I was, I was looking at a video because I'll be watching these videos. Damn. I can't think of the guy right off the top of my head, but I've been watching a lot of his videos and he goes like deep into the history of these characters mm-hmm. and really gives you like a real, uh, well, much deeper perspective on it. And he was talking about um, Toby Rama and how most fans don't like Toby Rama, but then he started yeah. to like go down, he started to go down the list of everything that Toby Rama did for the leaf village. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, it made, made you think of him in like a whole different way. Yeah. So Toby, Ra- Toby Rama as well. Like both of the Senju brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, I respect them because they were born into war. Yeah. Cause like they didn't have yeah. a choice. Like they, they were fucking kids out fighting. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They were born, they were born into war and what they saw from that made them want to like create the opposite. Pete. Yeah. You know what I'm saying they wanted all that peace. They, um, uh, mm-hmm. I'd say for me, the Hokage, my favorite Hokage and it is really later down the road, but within this Naruto storyline, um, Tsunade, Tsunade is in my top, is one of my top two. She's up, she's up there. Uh, she did Minato, a good job. She did a good yeah, job. Minato is, was definitely, it was one of my, is, is my favorite Hokage. And I say, I say Minato, um, being the fastest man, basically alive in the whole, in the show. Um, but being, being trained by Jiraiya, but also was, but also was a leader that was not afraid to get his hands dirty at all. Like he, he would hold his, his squad back and be like, I got this, you know, I'll handle this myself. Um, well, if you remember the other, when they were war, when they were at war, the other villages had an order that if you saw him out mm-hmm. on the battlefield, then retreat. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't even, don't even think don't of even fighting it. this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So That's every village deal. had that order. <laughs> That's an instant so you know, Yeah. So you know you're a bad motherfucker if they like, yeah. if you see this dude, out on the battlefield, do not engage him. Like go the other way. He even when he was young and he was being trained at this time still. Um when he when he uh Naruto's mom got kidnapped basically and she left little strands of her hair um for him to follow basically. My man walked my man came up on three grown ass men as a as a child and put in work. And took and then, <laughs> and then and then held her on his way back home, and was like, "I got you," you know. Uh-huh. Uh, so my man, my man had the swag too. He had the whole that juice and everything. Uh, so now, can you explain? Can you explain what technique he was so famous for? <sighs> what what was? Tell the he's people a, what his nickname was. Oh, uh, the Flash. 
Yeah, he, yellow he, flash. The yellow flash. He had yellow gold, yellow hair. It was a super, I feel like a super saiyan before super saiyans are really super saiyans. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but my man, there's there's a part in the great war, in the, the fourth great Shinobi war, and him, him and, uh, I can't remember if he was fighting Madara or if he was fighting somebody else. And, oh no, he was fighting Obito at this time. He, uh, and it's before Kakashi did this. He throws out his freaking, he throws a kunai out and, uh, Obito's able to like, like, um, atomize basically and let it pass straight through him. So he, t- he was, Minato's smart enough. He timed this shit so perfectly. Um, and as he's coming up to him with this, with the rising, with the Racine gun, he literally like flashes out in front of him and is on top of, is, is actually behind Obito at this point and just drops him with this Racine gun. And I was like, yo, my man, <laughs> like my man is just out here. But bro, to, that scene, to, that's one of my favorite yes. fucking scenes. That shit was in slow motion. <laughs> like, yes, dude. And, and like you, you see, you see them like you see them about the clash. He's running slow, mm-hmm. and then as as they get closer, you see uh, Minato's hand, and then you yeah. fucking you hear you hear that sound. We all yeah, know yeah, that yeah. that Rasengan forming. He, he yeah. forms that motherfucker. <laughs> they get about this fucking close. So this is Minato. Mm-hmm. This is Obito. They get about this close. Gone. Right before he grabs him. Yep. Pierce here. Rasengan. Boom. <laughs> hits, that, hits that motherfucker right in the back with it. Dude, that was one of the dopest. That was one of the dopest scenes. Yes, bro. I've rewound that scene so many times, bro. So many my fucking man was times. On it. That was that's one of my favorite. That's one of my other favorite fights too, right there. Um, but that. Minato is definitely one is definitely my one favorite Hokage out there. Um, and I wouldn't have guessed that either. Really? I wouldn't have guessed that. I wouldn't have guessed Minato. Who'd you think? <sighs> I can't really tell you who I thought. Cause I, I just didn't think Minato. No, nah, cause it, I, I couldn't give it, to, I couldn't give it to Naruto yet. Um, cause you know, at, at this point, granted at the, at this at this fourth in the fourth Shinobi war, like he doesn't become it until after this thing. And even after it, there's not enough credit to see exactly what all he's done yet until mm-hmm. the next, the spinoff basically that he has, that they have. Um, so within the North, within the Naruto timeline basically is, is Minato and then Tsunade and Tsunade who is, the um she's the niece of hashirama so she's she's got that oh the granddaughter that's right i don't know why i was thinking niece but she she's come from that clan too so they're that that bloodline that power is is fluid throughout that whole leadership role um and sunade is very she's a medical ninja yeah a little history Back in the day, so many, so many guinea. Now, when you start out in a ninja academy, you have to pass the academy. 
and then you go you go different ranks. So the first rank you get when you pass the academy is called a guinean. The second rank, after you pass the tuning exam, you become a chunin. Mm-hmm. Then you become a jonin, which is pretty much the highest level. And then you have like special jonin to do other shit. And then on boot yeah. black ops and all that other shit. But those are like your main ones, guinean, chunin, and uh, jonin. She's the other. She's she's the second signing ninja, also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So from there, it used to be there used to not be any medical ninja. No. On on the on the three man squad because they they operate in a three man squad and a sensei. During the time, oh, I can't remember what war that was, because they they've had like what three four shinobi world three. wars. Three before this last one. Okay. Whatever the other war was, there were so many Guinea dying. Because you got to think, these are fucking 11, 12-year-old kids. Yeah. Out on, out on missions and shit. So many of them were dying that Tsunade was the one that actually recommended that they implement having a medical ninja on each squad. Mm-hmm. So Tsunade was a very highly skilled uh, medical ninja. Which, you know, as a Kage, to protect your people, that's pretty fucking important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Definitely. So I definitely uh I definitely appreciate her as a Kage mm-hmm. in the show. And her her um her summon her summoning uh animal, the snail, literally can break down and pass off heal like healing chakra. Um mm-hmm. which was which was dope too. So Cause not, you, you know, you don't have a lot of people that can, that can perform summonings at this point, you know, um, bro, that's like a life hack few. right there, bro. Yeah. I kid you not. <laughs> I, hey, I'd make a fucking contract with that slug. Like Weak. you can just come out and heal me anytime. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one uh, to have in the bag. For sure. That's who, if you could, if you could, if you could have been, in in Konoha and been able to vote on a Hokage out of out of the out of the other senseis, who do you think you would put in that in that rank? Somebody that never became a Kage, right? Never never became a Hokage. Oh shit. Another sensei? Mm-hmm. Well they don't know. Let me. Well, they don't have to be a sensei at all. They could the, anybody, you know. Just who who I think would uh be worthy of Make, being Hokage? Yeah. Damn, that's a good question. Eh? <laughs> that's a tough one to answer too. My mind's like my mind's racing through candidates right now. Because <laughs> mm. you know, in the uh, Leaf Village specifically, you don't really get exposed to a lot of people. No. Nah. I mean, you have like your core characters that they show and then, you know, maybe a few people here and there, like, mm-hmm. you know, civilians and stuff like that. There's nobody I can really think of, man. I know Jiraiya before he died for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody. I think Orochimaru could have been if he wasn't, wouldn't have been so fucking evil that he could have been a good uh, Hokage too. Mm-hmm. Um, but his ambitions just got the best of him. 
That's what yeah, I, I think we the could, same thing. We could do a whole topic on Orochimaru. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we really? yeah. I, I say the same thing. I say Orochimaru for sure. Um and then his whole battle he had with the third Hokage, the first ambush into the whole the first ambush into the Leaf Village, basically. Mm-hmm. Um You know earlier I said I felt like it got serious when the Akatsuki that's that's when it, I felt it got serious was that 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 now now, now that Rekimaru I think back third Hokage. when the when the Leaf Village was first attacked yeah that's when I think that's when Naruto really started like picking up yeah really like turned the switch for me once <laughs> that happened you know they like, they were still in the they were still in the freaking tuning exams when it happened and I was like yo like in the got, middle of it <laughs> yeah like these these men are they they're out here trying to graduate and stuff and he just messed up the whole thing it's um, kind of cool I like how they um you know the Leaf Village is pretty much the home or Konoha is pretty much the home of the show but I yeah. like how they I like how they don't um make them all like high and mighty like they're doing all the right things and mm-hmm. all the other villages are evil and this and that and i like how they go to these other villages and let you know what these other leaders are dealing with and and things of that nature you know mm-hmm. um that's also what i appreciate about the show is it takes you to different villages and you get to see everybody's struggles and you get to see miscommunications that fucking grow into this and that, and then you got, mm-hmm. you know, within the Shinobi world, there's a lot of deception and, you know, stealing information and shit like that. So it's like, you know, if you're a leader of one of these villages, you kind of, kind of on edge yeah, all, the <laughs> all, the time. Time. all the time. <laughs> so I like how it gives you like that perspective of, you know, all the villages and it's not mm-hmm. just like Naruto's village is perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. They got their history of doing some fucked up shit, man. So you, you, I like when things are written that way because you know it's never mm-hmm. really like they're just this way or they're just that way. But it's like you know it's it's multifaceted in the way that okay these things happen, but there's also people in the village that are like, hey, we need to be doing things to redeem what they did mm-hmm. back in the day we need to do things to fix relationships now and stuff like yeah. that you know yeah so as i appreciate that kind of stuff constant revolving door with uh villages too like it's um you know once once everybody starts some people some people are like we would never they were like we would never do business with y'all you know because of this this and this or We'll never do business with them, with this other village, because of, you know, we've had a long tradition of going to war with each other, you know, because even even in that whole Shinobi world. These these smaller villages would still fight amongst themselves, even though they had bigger enemies coming for them, they would still fight amongst themselves. They would still fight Mm -hmm. against each other and they are they could literally be the the next door neighbor as village. And they would be fighting. And I'm just you're like, you're fighting for what reason? Like, you know, you come together. Um, and it always, it always seemed that way of Konoha being the, the safe, kind of being the savior in, in these other village fights of 
you know, hey, this this is coming for all of us. We need to be we need to be united, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the thing about Konoha is it's the most powerful. Yeah. No, like, you know, within all the villages, so mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of history behind how they obtain that power. You know Definitely. what I'm saying? And Definitely. there's a lot of like, you know, within the Shinobi world, there's a lot of like uh seeking revenge and mm-hmm. you know, sometimes and it, it also shows that sometimes they're actually forced to work together. Together, yeah. For for some, you know if you want to call it a greater good or for something that's going to benefit them both. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that comes with, uh, I think that came later. I think earlier in like the earlier generations of Naruto are more about like, yeah. Out. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all, it's almost like by the time Tsunade got the throne, it was like, damn, I got a whole bunch of shit to fix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From, you know, yeah. past decisions of past Kage's, you know, because these Kage's, when they die, what they achieved stays. That's left behind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That shit doesn't die with them. So all the decisions they made, everything comes back. So the next leader that gets put in that position is, has that, those issues placed yeah. on them, you know? So the Hokage yeah. is not an easy position at all. Not, not at all. You gotta make, you gotta make some life and some life and death situation choices. You gotta make betterment for the village on top of a united, a, a united village too, with the rest of the villages coming around. Um, you know, transportations, everything like that. Um, even even delivering out mi- like missions and stuff too like you you gotta you gotta put in the right team to go out to go do a certain mission um mm-hmm. so and and demon certain certain missions certain classes and everything like that so even even within the missions they were you had s s missions you had d missions um so you had your you had your small ones you know to up to your up to your really big risky missions. Uh, yeah. Cause remember that these missions are how the villages support themselves. Yeah. So like everything from being an escort or a bodyguard to going and catching somebody's cat, that's bringing in money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they have to continue to, well, the Hokage has to, like you were saying, has to be like, all right, I'm going to have my guinea, do these D missions, this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that comes with that position. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to ask you the question, but I'm going to answer okay. it myself. Um, I wouldn't want to be the Hokage. So that's going to be <laughs> my question to you. That's going to be my question to you. Would you hey. take that position in that world? Hey. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. That, uh-uh, you got it. Like I'm responsible, I'm responsible, but not that responsible. Like, <laughs> you telling me I'm in charge of these million people lives right here, man, and my decisions on war and education and you know everyday lot everyday living, like they're going off of that, you know, 
And on top of I'm not spending enough time, I'm not at home with my family, if you know, what whatnot, like I, I just couldn't. I could not commit to that whatsoever. Like that that would be some that would have to be you couldn't pay me to do that job. <laughs> you could not pay me to do that job. So with everything you just said, do you think that the Hokages get criticized too harshly by the communities? By the Naruto uh, community? There You know, now you say that, I don't think I've ever heard even glimpses of like civilians in the show saying anything out of pocket. Now that you say that, but if I were to be in that world, if I were to live in that world, I would guarantee. Well, I was, I was talking would... about like people, like people like us that look at the show. Oh yeah. The... Like they really like the people that I've seen, like they, they, they criticize the Hokages like yeah. very harshly and they don't, they don't consider everything, everything that, that you just it. stated, you know what I'm saying? About mm -hmm. like what they have to do on top of many other things that you know that yeah. we didn't even that we didn't even state but i yeah. feel like because i watch a lot of like i watch a lot of naruto videos and stuff and you mm -hmm. know, read comments and all that stuff and it just seems like they the the kage's being a being a, a kage comes with a lot of judgment and criticism yeah yeah for your for your decisions and it's kind of fucked up because nobody else is willing to be in that position to make those decisions, but mm -hmm. they will be the ones that criticize your decisions when you make them, you know, if, yeah. if they don't go away that they agree with, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So and the, that would the just only be a tough position. Yeah. The only person that I know of so far, like, well, the two Sasuke and, and Uruchimaru have spoken out on against like the Hokages of, you know, they would do, they would do certain things a different way and everything like that. But I'm just like you on the outside looking at, it, I'm like, I don't think you could do that, buddy. Cause you can't even, you know, handle this little bit that's going on right now in your life. Like what makes you think you're going to be able to be in that position and still manage this list full of stuff and what you're still trying to be after, you know? Um, so it's, it's any, anybody, I think, honestly, anybody that, that speaks out against them or, you know, that, that heavily criticizes them, I'm like, you're going to have to do some, you got to do some real deep homework to kind of understand why everybody put them in that position. And then, you know, why they managed to stay in that position for so long. Mm -hmm. um, because there's even like the third Hokage, granted, he, he gotten he gotten succeeded by Minato, and then and was still around, and everybody was still like, "Hey, Lord Hokage, how do we need to go about this?" And he's like, "You know, even though I'm not the Hokage anymore, you have a whole, you got another one, you got an actual Hokage still." He was still advising on things yeah. to do. So mm -hmm. they uh. Yeah, I, that's what I say. Like them people that are criticizing, like, go ahead and do your. You can't do a pros and cons to the job at all. Like, you just gonna have to really deeply think on is that is this something you are able to perform? Is this a a job, a task that you are able to perform at a hundred percent day in and day out? 
So yeah, because people are people are fickle with the Hokage. Like mm-hmm. when the Hokage saves the day, he's uh he's a god. But if mm-hmm. something fucked up happens, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, you should go the other way. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like you, you, I don't think you can win in that position. Mm-hmm. So it takes a it definitely takes a special person to want to take that on. Yeah. Now, I, now you say you say somebody that's wanting to take it on. This leads me into one of the questions that you have is least favorite character in the whole <laughs> show. Uh huh. And this this stems this guy I I absolutely hate because of the way he went about the way he went about things. And um, Donzo is. He was a he was a guy that aimed to be Hokage, and got put he out. He wanted that by, shit so bad. He wanted that shit so bad, and got put down by Sasuke. <laughs> but what pissed me off about what pissed me off about Donzo was when it when it got revealed that he had fucking um, Sharingan like all up all, all up and down his arm. I was like, this man has been out here taking eyes literally, and was doing it. Prior to uh, Itachi massacring his his village, his squad, his family, basically, Donzo um, was doing so much shit, bro. He was doing some low, some yeah, like at, on top of being, he was basically like the leader of defense, like the the general defense, basically. Like he he was in charge of the Ambu and everything, also. So he, he, he well, he had his own division of the. Ambu. He had his own division, yes. So Which he was called the Root. Like, and then that motherfucker just, I could, any anything and everything he did was so snaky. And I think what got me was his eyes never opened, and that's what got me. I was like, nope, mm-mm. evil motherfucker. No, you can't trust the nigga that don't open his you eyes. Can't, <laughs> you, can't at all. you can't at all. I was like, my man just he never opens his eyes at all, and he walked like this all the time. So I was like, he he had to have he was he had to be up to something at all times because he walked like this because his arm was always in his, in his uh. And his cloak, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, my man, my man is definitely up to something. And then when it finally come to, when it finally came out, I was like, oh, this motherfucker need to die now. Like, I could, <laughs> I, I could not. He, t- he was out here taking people's eyes two times. Uh, a man, I was like, this, this man's got to be done in. And then when Sasuke did it, that was the one time I think I cheered for Sasuke. And I was like, I still don't like you right now, but I'm glad you took <laughs> this man out for us. For real. that was a good fight I, too. Yeah, I would hate to see. I'd have hated God. I'd have hated to see later in the show what Donzo was capable of, like how, like which side he would have went to, which side he would have been on. Would he been? Would he have been on? You know, in the in the Shino, in the Great Fortune War, would he been on Madara's side on this one, or would he been with you know the United the United Nations basically on this one? Mm-hmm. Where was he gonna be at? Because at that point, like he he would have had some he would have had some leeway with a lot of people, especially with his um with his with his core group. Like he he already knew Konoha pretty well and everything. So, like, what was my man about to? What was he gonna be up to? Had he been able to stay into the? Had he been able to stay later into the show? But mm-hmm. I'm just glad he got cut off early because my man just. Oh, he would have caused more. Car- he would have caused more carnage. And yeah, my man was just. He, and... he wasn't making the cut with me, man. He was not. He got like a. <laughs> you remember he got like a a two hour stint as Hokage. Oh yeah. No. Remember? 
Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't meant for it. See, the he people that not. want shit so bad are not fit. Uh-uh. If a motherfucker wants something so bad, they're not fucking fit for it, man. It's usually the person that doesn't want it that's most fit for the shit. Mm-hmm. Because motherfuckers just want shit too bad. And Donzo, he wanted that position too bad. He was a hater. That motherfucker was yep. a hater. <laughs> he was a hater all his days. Because... He was hating on the he was hating on the third even because you know they they were in the same mm-hmm. uh, squad together. He was hating on him yeah. back then, like he's just been a hater his whole fucking life. Maybe that's why his he just eyes grew got into stuck a bitter so old man. Yeah, maybe that's why his eyes got stuck closed all the time. He's out here, he's out here giving side eyes all the time. It was just all like, day. <laughs> <laughs> he's like you oh, know man, what? I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna stick my shit right here. Like, yep. <laughs> fucking dumb, man. Though. What about All right. least favorite character there? Least favorite? What character get got on my nerves? I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's well, I'm trying to think of. I know the world wants me to say Sakura. <laughs> Just because she's so hated in the community. <laughs> Inu was Inu was wild too because she was Inu was, she was, Inu was worse. She's garbage. Yeah, Inu she was. was she was trifling. I don't know about least uh, favorite, but there are some garbage motherfuckers I could tell you. Yeah, Inu was garbage. Choji was garbage too. That nigga ain't do. Sure. He he hasn't done <laughs> anything significant. Yeah, he don't he don't become something serious until after the fucking show. So it's like. <laughs> He always getting big for no reason. Every time you see, every time you see Choji, <laughs> this nigga gets big and gets beat up every time. All like, nigga, the time. <laughs> now this guy Choji we're talking about, he is part of the Akamichi clan. The Akamichi clan, they use their yeah. calories in their jutsu. So their family mm-hmm. jutsu, they can expand their you know, they can expand their bodies. They can make their hands mm-hmm. bigger to punch you with a bigger fist. They can make their arms bigger to make them stronger. You know, they can expand their whole bodies and make them bigger. You know what I'm saying? That's part of their jutsu. So this guy chose you that we're talking about. He's part of that clan and he pretty much just gets his ass whooped all the time. He's always eating because the Akamichi, the since, since that's yeah. part of their jutsu is calorie intake. He's always mm-hmm. eating. He's always eating, always putting calories in. So he's fat, but don't call him that. Yeah. Um, he don't like it. <laughs> he don't like it. So yeah, that, that, that's who Choji is. He's part of that clan. And yeah, like we were saying, man, he always you just see him expanding and he either expands and has an unsuccessful attack or he expands and gets beat up somehow. So it's like, <laughs> He's another he's another garbage character for me. Oh, what about Kiba? Kiba, that freaking foot wolf. I didn't give a boy. shit. I didn't give a shit about Kiba until the uh, when they went to go retrieve Sasuke. Yeah, and then I gained a lot of respect for him after that. Yeah, um, I would love for them. I think he was underutilized though. Mm-hmm. A lot of character. A lot of characters underutilized. That whole team. Um, with him and Shino and Hinata, that whole team yeah. was underutilized. Uh, later on in the story, um, Rock Lee and his team were way underutilized. That team should have been in the show a lot more, bro. 
Definitely. Like there, right more. beside right beside Naruto and Sasuke and Sasuke. Yeah. yeah. Every everywhere they went they should have been there. No doubt. But um yeah, those are a couple garbage characters. Mm-hmm. That one sensei when Naruto was younger, um Ikura. He used to wear the little do rag. Oh no, I know you're talking about. Oh, yeah. The one with the glasses. Yeah. Yeah. That motherfucker boy. <laughs> That nigga was garbage. Iruka was garbage. He, I, I've seen like some side stuff of Iruka. Like he's he's just a he's a basic ninja. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there are a few garbage motherfuckers that I can't think of right now. But I can't I really was, say least favorite. I can't really think of any characters where I was just like when they were on screen. I was just like mm-hmm. get off the screen. You know what I'm saying? I figured. I'd figured you'd have had. Sai as one of your characters that you you and you looked at that you kind of resonated with also just because of his art his his artistic skill and his B scroll his creativity because everything he drew came came to was was he was able to use literally. Uh huh. Um, I I never really I, was in, into his jutsu. Yeah, I like him as a he, as a character more than I liked his jutsu. I got you. See, he was quiet. He was part of the Anbu, so I was like... Yeah, he came you, from you Donzo's... Fuck, yeah, he came like, from Donzo's there, there was the Anbu, and then you had Donzo's Anbu. Like, yeah. They were doing, like, the grimy, dirty fucking mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's so, where he came from, and he yeah. he had to completely, like, change his mindset. So it's like, he gave you this, like... He was also almost like a comedic relief, because he was so yeah. fucking... He was so oh. like socially awkward <laughs> and shit like that. And he always had a mm-hmm. book in his hand trying to learn about how to like talk to people and what a friend yep. is and shit like that. So yeah, I appreciated Sai for what he was. Um, Sai. Never, cool. wasn't never, was never too much into his jutsu though. Mm-hmm. Very creative though. Yeah. Yeah. It just seemed like that would take there's... a long time in battle and you would always have to have a brush with you. And mm-hmm. I'm like, nah. It... You gotta think, yeah. You gotta think about what animal to draw out, and everything too. That's the that was the one thing that got me. And they, but they were water. They were watermarked too. So even if they got like slashed up, they were still able to be used when they were on the ground and stuff too. I thought that was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of who else was out there that played some kind of key part. Um, the was it? No, Killer B's brother was pretty dope. Man was just muscled out. Um, that's when he, he had that he lightning. Was, yeah. Oh, bro! One of my favorite parts is when he fucking did that liger bomb on Sasuke. Yes. Yeah. God, man, I was hoping he just broke that <laughs> nigga's back. <laughs> but I love that part, man. That, that was another one of those. Cause you know you have those scenes where you just fucking got her rewind it. Uh-huh. Like that's one of those scenes. Like <laughs> re- I either rewind it or when I just want to see something like badass, I just pull that mm-hmm. shit up on YouTube. Or when I want to see a good fight. But yeah, when he liger bombed Sasuke, I was like, hell yeah, I love that man. man. I love that. Cause we we had just got introduced to the to the cloud really through them. Mm-hmm. So we got to kind of see what they were all about through that whole thing. So yeah, that was but, cool. Uh, it is it's funny we do we went through we've gone through the show and not we've we've mentioned Naruto but have not said anything on Naruto. 
Exactly. About who he is, what he's about, who he is. Um, and then how, how he being the protagonist, how he comes into his, his glory days, basically in the show. Um, well, we're going to have to there, do a part two gonna, of that's that. A, that's, I was going to say, there's a whole, like, that's a whole, a whole set, section to itself. Bro, these, but, these anime discussions are... <laughs> they get deep, man. It's some good shit, man. It's some good shit. What, uh, I want I to wanna cut us a little short. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Because we got so much more to talk about, and we could do mm-hmm. episode after episode, and... Now we can go do more research and think of more questions and shit like that, but definitely going to do a part two. Um, So next episode of the Shinobi podcast, well, I won't say next episode, but next part two of Mm -hmm. this episode, we will actually discuss the character Naruto. Uh, We talked about a bit of the world of Naruto, some of the key and core characters in Naruto, so we kind of gave you guys a gave you guys like a nice foundation, and that way mm-hmm. on part two we could dive right into Naruto. So next time we're gonna focus on Naruto and his story, and with that, that'll pretty much kind of bring everything full circle and complete this whole thing for you. Yep. I really hope you guys give anime a shot, <clears throat> mm-hmm. give Naruto a shot. Um, I would recommend watching it. And English subtitles, <laughs> but I know I know most Americans ain't got fucking attention span for that. So as long as you watch it, I'm happy. You know, what I'm saying? right, right. But um, yeah, I want you guys to be open to anime. It is uh, it is not hentai, even though that does exist. It is not hentai. It is uh, anime is full of depth. It's full of character. It's full of emotion, man. It's full of badass fight scenes. It's full of yes. creativity. So, um, I think it should be shared with everyone. So, Definitely. it's brought much. It's brought much joy to my life. I know it's brought much joy to your life, and uh, we're here sharing our joys with people. So, mm-hmm. hope you guys look into um, exploring a little more anime because as you see, we're having some philosophical discussions on what some of you motherfuckers look at as cartoons. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, yeah. um, so just know, it's, it's, just know never to look at the surface of things, man. It's always mm-hmm. something deeper. All right. And it's, it's, Smooth. The mic is a, yours. There's a, there's an anime for everybody out there, man. Don't, don't think you just got to watch just Naruto at all. Like there's, there's plenty, there's sport ones. There's, there's even fantasy ones within the show, uh, within anime. Um, there's some that have, that have deeper meaning. Um, seven deadly sins is a huge one. I don't know if, if I don't know if you see, you've seen de- seven deadly sins. I think you put me on the seven deadly sins. No, that's one that I've only seen, seen a few episodes, like maybe, Man, you, maybe three episodes, maybe <laughs> you might have to dig in deep on that. Now I remember that, you put that, me up on, no, you put me up on it probably oh, like last year. I think it was like last Man. year when you were watching it and oh, I started freaking. watching it and I don't know what the fuck happened while I stopped, but I need to, I need to revisit that one. Cause that, we, could, we could talk about that one too. Yeah. That's, that's so a if, I, if I watch right seven there. deadly sins, you got to watch full metal alchemist. 
I got you. I'm getting ready. I'm, I'll probably start on it tomorrow for you then. I might throw I was about to say, two tonight, I'll, honestly. I was about to say, I'll start that shit tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you my, I'll give you my word and I'll start that shit tonight. <laughs> I got you. I'm going to lay in bed. I'll throw it on the TV and just lay in bed and watch it. But, uh, like I was saying this, there's a, there's an anime for everybody, man. Um, no doubt. don't think you get left out if you, you feel a certain way. Um, you can always research animes and stuff. There's plenty of people out there that have watched anime too. reach out, man. Don't, don't hesitate at all with it. Um, and that's the, that's the beauty of anime too, is everybody's got something they can get from it. Um, cause it gives so much. So, um, definitely check it out. Even if you, if you're more into comics, read them, you know, cause it's, 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 the comics are so much, the comics have so much into them. Also, you get the, you get to see the, the author, the, the, the author's actual hand touch to everything too. So how and you, those how usually you have more information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those, the, what he, what he's talking about, the anime is usually a shortened version of the written version. So if you're more into reading and getting the more detailed story, um, definitely check them check check the mangas out for sure uh but other anything, than that, man, last things to say man uh stay blessed stay keep your head up uh, i'll see you guys for part two i might see you for the, the next podcast but i'll definitely see y'all for part two man no doubt no doubt yes sir all right man yes, sir. this is king shinobi i got my Mr. man smooth. smooth yes this sir episode three Episode, episode three of the Shinobi podcast. Yeah. Episode one will be premiering soon. Been giving it a few <laughs> days to kind of. Oh, you know. tell them where you at now on there with uh where everything's getting played out at. Oh yeah, um, the podcast will be on Spotify and Anchor. So yes, Spotify sir. and Anchor. The podcast will be on there. I'm going to put it on other platforms. It just takes a while to get all this shit set up. But um, mm-hmm. from the start, now Spotify Spotify and Anchor are pretty much partners now. So yeah, um, they'll be able to find the podcast on there. So hit it up on Spotify when it gets here. Hit us up on Anchor, um, Instagram as well. Um, yeah, man, we... Uh, He's slowly but surely figuring this thing out, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. all we got to do is keep creating. You know what I'm saying? Keep creating, and then just watch this thing, watch Flourish. this thing grow, man. We still Hell rookies. Yeah. We still growing in the game, but <laughs> we, about, we about to become pros out here, man. Hell yeah, on our way. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. So much love to y'all. Remember, give anime a shot, man. It's some good yes. shit out there. Check out yes. Naruto. Check out Bleach. Check out Full Metal Alchemist. Check out Black Clover behind me. Check hey, out Princess Mononoke. Check out Avatar. Last Airbender. We could definitely have a conversation. We could definitely do that. an episode on that bro, one. Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> Check out One Piece with my man Zoro right behind me. But yeah. Hey, Attack on Titan out there. I know you got one on, on Attack oh, yeah. on Titan. Attack on Titan. And remember yeah. to, to hit me or Smooth up, man. Hit us up message us if you want mm-hmm. any recommendations about anime like a good place to start or anything we got you baby we got yes, you. sir yes sir all right so we're gonna sign out man this is a wonderful episode man 
when I had that idea this morning, I was like, this is going to be one of them. <laughs> this is gonna be one. Of, this is gonna be one of them ones right there. Yeah, and it yeah. was, man. It, this was like this shit was effortless, bro. You know, mm-hmm. just talking about this. So For I appreciate real. you joining me once again, oh, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, anytime, anytime. Thank you for having me on, man. This is this is a blessing. This is an honor to be on here. It's a no dream problem, come true. Man. Yeah, <laughs> my my pleasure, bro. <laughs> All right, yes, man. We're gonna sign off. Shinobi Podcast signing out. Much love to y'all. Peace. Peace.